house always wins. Play long enough, you never change the stakes. The house takes you. Unless, when that perfect hand comes along, you bet big, and then you take the house. I've been practicing this for a little bit. Did I rush it? Felt like I rushed. It was good. I liked it. What's up, everybody, and welcome back to the Big Easy Bets podcast. I'm your host, Logan, and with me in the studio, Nick Von Brick. Hello. With us on the ones and twos, Justin the Russian Concussion Mascaro. Hello. And not with us, Joseph. Joseph tapped out. Hmm. Rest in peace. He couldn't handle the heat. He got out the kitchen. How do you feel about uh, Joseph not being here? You feel not like, good. Do you feel like he was your good luck charm? No. No? If you have a bad week, are you going to blame Joseph for throwing, yes. off, throwing off the uh, the, the zen? All right, episode 128. Um, if you are listening in your car right now, Spotify or Apple Podcasts, we invite you to head on over to the Big Easy Bets TV YouTube page and hit subscribe. We're doing a $100 for 100 subscribers giveaway, meaning everyone, all of our first 100 subscribers will be entered into a giveaway. We will randomly select somebody. That gets $100, a Big Easy Bet shirt of your choosing, and a Big Easy Bets hat. It's a good deal. All you got to do is hit subscribe. We appreciate everybody that already has. We need your help. We're, we're growing quick, actually. Um, I mean, we're getting like 200 views per episode. It's more than I was expecting, at least. If you if you set the bar low, <laughs> yeah. you, only, you only get, a, you only get a, a pleased with the return on investment. So... Um, another good week for you. Yeah. Just another day at the office. Yeah. I mean, realistically swept the board in the NFL again. You hit your, your Saturday morning ad brings you to five and two. Um, and then a four and two day in college. I mean, the rich get richer while the rest of us over here just fight for our lives. Like, uh, what's his name? I'm fighting for my life. Uh, R. Kelly. Oh. Yeah. I thought you were talking about someone else. No. All right. Episode 128, college football week seven, NFL week six. Um, best and worst of the week. What was the best thing you saw this week? Um, I was going to go with, um, this might be someone else's, but Brian Robinson's return. Yeah, that's mine. Yeah. That was the coolest shit I've ever yeah. seen. That was one. That was a top five. I mean, that might be the best intro of all time. I like how they cut it off, too, right before he's like, I put a hole in somebody for fucking with me. <laughs> yeah. They cut off right there. They're like, all right. Oh, yeah, no. Right. Brian Robinson coming out to many men by 50 Cent after getting shot twice in the knee and somehow not having any structural damage. Yeah, I mean, you know how lucky you got to be? Good oh, yeah. God. He got shot like a month ago. And he's back rushing for two and a half yards of carry. So, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, he got the bulk. Yeah, of no, their uh, workload. They just had zero rushing attack. Yeah. Uh, but, yeah, no, I mean, it, I'm making a joke out of it, but it's incredibly impressive. When you when we heard that he got shot, it was like, okay, that sucks. Because uh, I do think he can be really good. He was damn good at Alabama. Yeah. So, But another cool thing I saw, which, I mean, it's not nearly as cool, but Kenny Pickett was um, – he kind of did something that I liked, which I'm not a big fan of Kenny Pickett. Uh, Scored three points. Well, they were down 38-3, but they had the ball with garbage time. It was yeah. like a minute left in the game, and Shaq Lawson went low on his knee. 
Oh yeah, he, and he, he got up. He tried to fight. Shit. Yeah, he did. Damn. Yeah, he did. No, he's got uh, he's got that dog in him. That's what I'm saying. Corral, Corral's not going to have half the. Corral career. played in a bowl game. All right, he did. Give it to him. But he didn't go in the first round. They were telling Kenny. They were saying you. Yeah, you going in the first round? Um, actually, yeah, and he got hurt in the damn bowl game. <laughs> yeah, he did. Yeah, no. Um, I I mean, I just like Kenny Pickett. I do. I think. I mean, it was a horrible. I mean, it's a really tough start for your first for your first oh, yeah. start to go against the Bills, and their offense sucks. So and I don't think it gets much. I mean, it gets a little easier, but it's not easy at all. Yeah, <laughs> like they picked a really bad time to throw them to the wolves. Yeah, trial by fire, I guess. Um, but yeah, so I don't know. I think, I think he's got what it takes. We'll see. It's it's crazy. I was thinking about that. It's so crazy how much situation matters because if geno smith was on the bills they're probably fucking i mean josh allen's really fucking yeah he's the best quarterback in the nfl it's not close but i'm just saying like geno smith on the bills they're still without a doubt a playoff team Mm -hmm. like he's playing pretty well if he's on the chiefs like which that one nah because mahomes does some crazy shit so but i just it's just crazy to me like how many really good quarterbacks were there that just got drafted by the bears and like their career never took off because mm-hmm. they were in such a shitty situation or didn't have an offensive line or fucking a moron for a coach. So it's like, it's just crazy how much the situation, if so-and-so gets drafted here, he could have been a perennial hall of famer. Like, you know what I mean? I was just thinking about that. Cause Geno Smith's kind of lighting it up. Yeah. And where he was with the jets, right? A perfect example. I mean, the jets were kind of a dumpster fire. So, but, I mean, I guess that when you're one of the top quarterbacks, you're going to get drafted by a shitty team. So, the great ones will turn it around. Um, oh, yeah, I forgot he was on the Jets. Yep. Was that – that was post-Mark Sanchez, right? He was yeah. the successor to yeah. Sanchez. He was fucking good at West Virginia, dude. He was really good. Mm-hmm. Was he with Tavon Austin? I don't know. I think he might have been. I could be wrong. Justin, what was the best thing you saw this week? Oh, um, my grandma beat breast cancer this week. Well, that's awesome. Yeah. Um, Like – yeah, she got out of the hospital last week, but, like, she went and had, like, her follow up. final, yeah, follow-up, and, yeah, it was all clean. Well, that's cool. Yeah. That's awesome. Uh, yeah, the, my best was going to be Brian Robinson's. Um, you saw me tweet about it, so. Well, I saw that before <laughs> that as well. Well, no, I'm saying, but you saw that I watched oh, yeah. it and said, like, this was the coolest Well, that's why I thought it might be yours as well. Yeah. Um, all right, the worst thing I saw this week um, was Antonio Brown's picture. Did you see that? Which one? <laughs> he posted. Oh, that's hilarious. Oh, yeah. <laughs> he posted that he's starting a new a new NFL team. Y'all come sign up. And it said it was a, the Arizona Cardinals with like a big forehead and like a helmet, I guess. And it said the Retardinals. Uh, Antonio Brown said it, not me, but I laughed at it. Uh, no, the he posted a cartoon of Tom Brady and Giselle. And he's like, it said, your dad's not going to be home anymore. It was like, it was like looking like it was like a children's book, like illustration and all that. And it's Tom Brady leaving. And then, uh, Giselle and the kid are sitting on the doorstep and then Antonio Brown's in the window of the house. It's just, that is weird. Why is he taking up this like personal vendetta with Tom Brady? I think he's just trying to troll, you know, he's yeah, but he's kind of like, you just assaulted a woman in a pool. Yeah. But it's like, why are you, it's like, yeah, you're trying to, troll but the guy's going through a public divorce now and you keep like nobody else is saying a he's word. just like they're um, not even saying a word he's embodying like being that now 
Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> I guess. Because like, he just, he's such an, new, like, he does things that are so um, not normal. Yeah. Like, that a normal person wouldn't yeah. do, that he just does the. So now he's leaning into being yeah. the villain. Okay. Right. It's fucking weird. It really is. Like, he was so good. Yeah. Like, that's what, it's cloud, it's going to cloud the reality that he was incredible. Like, him doing all this bullshit. It's gonna crowd, and people are gonna be like, "Okay, yeah, yeah." Like, like when most people, at least around our age, when they talk about To, they talk about him doing sit-ups in the driveway. They talk about all that, but it's like To was a fucking, arguably, best wide receiver of all time, mm-hmm. top three for sure. Uh, which you can make a, you can make an argument, but Antonio Brown was the best wide receiver in football. Year after year, so all this off the field shit is gonna definitely it's definitely going to take that away. So, but then everyone's like, but he was right. Like big Ben was washed. Um, (laughs) maybe on bell or Juju with the dancing and he sucks and this and that. And John Gruden's a racist and everywhere they went, they're like, he was just exposing everybody. Um, I thought that was funny, but all right, what was the worst thing you saw this week? Oh, well, I'm just going to go back to why I was late. Um, (laughs) so a couple weeks ago, I go to my mom's at every, before every podcast uh-huh. after work, just because it's closer yeah. to here than where I live. And I left there a couple weeks ago, and I get basically here, all the way here, <laughs> into the driveway, and I get a call. Hey, you locked us out the house. And I'm like, <laughs> I'm thinking, did I really lock you out the house? They were working outside. I was like, maybe I did it by by habit, just walking out and locked the door. Yeah. Well, then I get here today. I'm pulling into the neighborhood. I get a call from her. She goes, hey, I'm locked out the house. I said, <laughs> no, 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 not this time. I said, you were in the house when I walked out. How the hell did you get locked out? <laughs> well, what'd she say? She doesn't know. So she accidentally locked herself yes. out. Yes. Yeah, well, that's why you said you were on the way, and then it was like 15, 20 minutes later. So I texted you, said, did you get in a wreck? Yeah, I was like, they're not going to believe me this time. <laughs> I said that they're locked out the house. All right, Justin, what was the worst thing you saw this week? Um... The uh the guy on the Warriors selling the Draymond video for ten thousand dollars. Do we know who it was? They confirmed it. No, but I think they found out how much he sold it for. Ten uh, grand. Yeah, that's it was it? ten grand. At first, it was rumored that it was like a couple million, and then it came out that it was ten grand, ten and a half grand. Well, at least like a hundred k. You know how much publicity TMZ just got for that? Yeah. Like, that was the best return on investment. Yeah. My God, know your worth. If you're going to leak the video and lose your job, you just lost it over 10, 10 racks. That's ridiculous. Um, all right. Episode 128. Like I said, go to Big Easy Bets TV on YouTube. Hit subscribe. Really, just type in Big Easy Bets. Um, hit subscribe. Enter in. We appreciate it. Thank you to the uh, Wolfpack Broadcast Network for having us on the stream again. You go 2-0? 1-1. You went one and one. I went one zero and one. Good turnaround for me. Um, Are y'all gonna do basketball too, or y'all just doing football for the stream? Oh, I don't know. I don't know if they do that. That's a good question. Because a couple times that I went to like a St. Paul's basketball game, yeah, they always had like their Wolfpack broadcast. Oh, they, people like sitting. You know, yeah. I mean, it's really official. They have the whole scores table. Like, yeah, with a couple media people in there too. Huh. So. I didn't know they did that. That's pretty cool. Yeah, that'd be cool. Yeah, we'll have that. to talk with them about it. Um, yeah, I mean, Mike and Chip do a good job over there. Um, that guy with the French fries, though. 
Yeah. <laughs> What's his, what number is he wearing always on 76. His, 76 is dad. <laughs> yeah. Kind of doesn't have much of a presence of what's going on with the camera. Just situation. stands right in the way with the french fries and <laughs> yeah. asks me to move the stuff. And then he's like, Whew, man, just <laughs> standing there. I'm like, all right, we're rolling. You're in the middle uh, of a bet. And he's like, yeah, because looking he through binoculars. Up, he carried up 40 pounds of french fries. Yeah, well, Mike, and <laughs> bleachers. He's like, Mike, Somebody and, Mike and Chip sent him to go get all the fries <laughs> for the entire football team, apparently. Right. So, yeah, he was worn out and then um, just set up shop. He brought the chair, and I was like, I was about to be like, I'm good. I don't need the chair. I appreciate it, though. And then he just, like, moves me to the side. Yeah. I was like, okay. <laughs> fuck's going on? But all right. Uh, um, but while we're on that topic, uh, shout out to Mr. Bob Arnold. Oh, son, yeah. One of our, uh, t- I would say, top listeners currently. Um, and he's new to this. Yeah, I mean, you're representing well. He's new, yep. to, new to this podcast. So we appreciate we appreciate anybody who takes the time, but we definitely appreciate the ones who – Go back in and like, I mean, we. It may not seem like it, but we're putting time in on these picks. Um, I mean, I guess it seems like it for you. It may not seem like it for anybody else. But yeah, so, all right. The top three is going to be top three Madden covers. It's undoubted. It's undoubtable. Is that a word that I'm the best Madden player that y'all know? <laughs> no, I don't get the credit that I deserve. Yeah. You don't agree. I mean, I don't play the game anymore. We used to, though. I don't know if you've ever beaten me. What? I don't know if you've <laughs> ever beaten me in Madden. I have. I Maybe once. No, I've beaten you more than once. I you know. would win more for okay. sure. But never to beat you, that's not true. I played, like, I played Ryan probably 60 times last year's Madden. I think he beat me one time on, like, some bullshit because I'll fuck around and then get down and then I couldn't make the comeback. But, yeah, I don't know. I think your judgment's clouded there. No. <laughs> you would definitely win most of the time. Like, I, probably 70% of the time. If we I played 10 say, times, I might win three. I don't know. Yeah. I would put, I, we'll have to do that. Well, I don't play the game anymore. I'll give you two months to practice. Well, we have to go back to the last Madden I played. Okay, that's fine. Which... I was better Shit. at the other Maddens. It was probably 18 or 19. Mad 19, maybe. Probably 19. Um, yeah, that's crazy. Yeah, I, Madden's kind of like, no, I don't like Madden anymore. I love Madden. I was, ranked, I was ranked number 13 overall. I have the picture still. Number 13. Oh, well. I had people want to fight me over Madden, actually. <laughs> um, in person? Yeah. No, well, yeah, yeah. You know him. We won't mention it. They started a podcast. There was one episode. Uh. It's been years. We're still waiting on the second one. Um, yeah, he was talking mad shit. Beat the fuck out of him. Skunked him in the first quarter. Didn't say a word. And then I skunked him. And then I was just lighting him up. And he's like, oh, I'm going to fight you next time I see you. I was like, okay, you fucking pansy. Um, but, yeah, I mean, I don't get the respect I deserve when it comes to Madden. I just Y'all fans of uh, the NCAA game? Fuck yeah. yeah. I, NCAA 06? With Reggie Bush. Bush on the cover, incredible. Used to go to LSU, fucking make a running back. Yeah, NCAA was sick. I bought NCAA fourteen during COVID for two hundred bucks. Jesus Christ! I was sitting on money from that. Fucking uh, from the government. Yeah. Um. Yeah, they're coming out with a new one next summer. Yep. That's gonna be fucking awesome. That's gonna be really awesome. Yeah, because all the players will be in it and everything. Yeah, I'm ready for it. Yeah, you can use their actual likeness and shit. Yeah, that's going to be sick. 
All right. We will recap last week's college football slate and then dive into it. It's a weird, it's a weird week uh, coming up. But okay, there was Wednesday football. I can't pass up on Wednesday football. UCF SMU under 63 and a half. This one was one of those like I had it was a winner, but it was one of those like I just had that anxiety, like, oh Christ, they're gonna get a big play here any second. And then uh it was it would we were cruising, sailing to an easy win, and then we get a safety, and then the very next play is a breakaway touchdown. Ten points scored in like 30 seconds, and all of a sudden it got a little dicey there, but we held on. We hit the under 63 and a half. Nebraska minus three against Rutgers. Nebraska played the second half that I thought that they were going to play the full game. I thought that what they did in the second half, I thought that was going to happen the entire time. Rutgers couldn't do anything on offense in the second half, but... You had Casey Thompson playing like shit in the first half. They blocked a punt, which gave them guaranteed points, which was the difference in the spread. Nebraska played so bad, and then they ended up coming back and winning the game by one. Then and it turned down turned out to like, okay, we need a miracle, like a busted play or a pick six or something to cover the spread. Didn't go our way. We were eating Mexican food while this was happening. The worst <laughs> fucking service we've ever had in our or at least me. I've never had worse service in my entire life. This one woman said that the rest of the staff hates her because she's blonde. I'm pretty sure they just hate her because she's a dipshit. It was kind of ridiculous. Um, I couldn't get the damn game on. Oh, we kept asking her to change the channel. She's like, I, she came back. She was like, I tried so hard. I said, did you? What, like, what? You tried so hard to change the channel all night, but the channel never got changed? What are we doing? What, what hoops do we have to jump through yeah. to change the goddamn channel? I said, do the fajitas come with rice and beans? She said, no. I said, I'll add rice and beans. She brings me my fucking plate. I've got two orders of rice and beans. <laughs> what the fuck is going on here? Yeah. It was, uh, there was way more than just that. Nick's margarita sat for fucking 20 minutes and melted. You said frozen. You got, you didn't get frozen. Yeah. And then she's like, she's like, they didn't bring it? When she came back to the table, I'm like, it's right up there. It was just sitting there. She walked past it 30 times and just, she's like, they don't bring it because I'm blonde. I was like, no, I think they just fucking, they probably don't bring it ever. And the server's just, somebody forgot to tell you that they don't do that, that you have to do it yourself. But all right, that's a segue there. But all right, LSU plus three. Bad pick. Not, nothing more to say there. Bad pick. Left tackle. Getting dehydrated didn't help. They didn't play Harold Perkins. The fuck was that? Put Harold Perkins on the goddamn field, please. Texas minus seven. They chirp you when you have bad picks, but they don't praise you when you pick a seven-point favorite that wins by a goddamn 50-piece. This game was an absolute blowout. The Red River shootout was the Red River murder. They absolutely ran them out of the building, 49 to nothing. Boise State minus seven. I know Boise State better than anybody knows Boise State. I'm 2-0 betting Boise this year. Taylor Green? Fucking sucks at quarterback. I don't know if you watch this. They go up seven nothing like it was the easiest shit ever. They actually they got a stop, then go up seven nothing, and then they end up getting another stop. Got the ball back. I'm like, this is gonna be a runaway. He is on his like five yard line, ten yard line, and throws off his back foot, throws a horrible interception. I think it was a pick six. I could be wrong. Anyway. His mechanics are fucking so bad. Like, really, really bad. He's fast as shit. He's like 6'6", really fast for his size. Just in general, really fast. 
he'll never be a good quarterback. He, he just won't. He His mechanics are horrible. He fucking likes to jump when he throws and is shit. Is he a freshman? Yes. Okay. But he is really fucking dynamic with his legs. But they just dominated him on the ground. They end up, they were covering the number going in the fourth quarter, and then they get 13 unanswered in the fourth quarter. They went by 20. Uh, or they were on the number. Um, but, yeah, anyway, Boise, e- easy win. They're, they're, with the backup, Fresno's outmatched. So, Georgia minus 30. This one came out to be a little bit of a sweat as well. But two late touchdowns where it was looking like they could have coasted. Two late touchdowns uh, get us to the number after um, – who the fuck were they playing? Auburn? Yeah. yeah. Auburn busted a run, I think, which was lucky as can be. But then Georgia marched down and, and punched it in. Wisconsin minus 10. We were both on it. This was another easy, easy, easy bet. They'll chirp you. They'll chirp you when you get a loss. But when you get a 10-point favorite that wins by goddamn 50, it's, it's crickets. Uh, TCU minus 7 was a push. Um. It's like the opportunity was there, just like I've been saying with, like I said with Iowa State, the opportunity was there for TCU to cover this, but then it got a little dicey, and then it turned out we were lucky to get a push. So I can't complain. Yeah, Jalen Daniels got injured. He did get injured, and then the goddamn curse of Jason Bean, the backup, comes <laughs> in Bean. and scored, literally scored like four touchdowns. Yeah, he did play well, I heard. Yeah, he did. But it's like I can never get the backup quarterback to come in and just fucking suck. Anytime... Like, have the backup quarterback starting is a different story. Like, Fife with Fresno, that's a different story. Mm-hmm. But if the starter gets hurt, you would think, okay, here comes the backup. We're good. Our chances of winning go up tremendously. Wrong. They come in and light it up every <laughs> goddamn time. So we push minus seven. Duke minus three. This was the game that had me start starting to think that there was something really going on with that church. Because I had no business covering this number and they end up making an improbable comeback lead lead a drive with they go 80 yards with like a minute in a couple minutes score with eight seconds left to send the game to overtime i went to that church that you jog by i put the video on instagram this was when i was like something really might be going on at that fucking church because if that would have hit i was looking at six and two at that point i think yeah, because I added Air Force Utah State under fifty four. I was about to, I was about to be sold. Um, so yeah, and then like I said, Air Force Utah State. I, I got antsy, added this one. Shouldn't have added it. It was on pace for a very large portion of the game, and then the fourth quarter there was like twenty four unanswered points. Um, I say unanswered twenty four points scored in the fourth quarter, and we we end up missing out there. But five four and one on the week, but we did drop our lock. Uh, you went four and two. You hit. You hit your. Uh, what are you laughing at? Oh, my lock. What are you laughing at? That I hit my lock. No, I was saying, oh, yes. I'm laughing that, because it wasn't supposed yes. to happen. <laughs> I, was, I was saying you, you hit your Saturday morning ad, but yes, oh. you did hit your Houston plus three lock, which was remarkable. It was, I can't get a goddamn game to go my way when it's up for grabs like that or when it's looking bleak. And then you make a, a zero point. Zero one percent chance of winning come back to win outright. Yeah, it was like um it's like the whole time watching this game on like Houston's a better team, but they, they didn't clean things up. Yeah. Um they played terrible when they got into when they got Memphis into third and long. It's like Memphis just kept converting third and long after third and long. 
And then we got into the fourth quarter. It kind of felt like Houston was going to make a push for it. But I think at one point they were down 19 or so in the fourth or something close to that. But the part where you're talking about, they were down 13. Yeah. And they had the ball with like um, not a lot of time left. Three minutes, they're down 13. And it's fourth and 10. And then Clayton Toon makes a miraculous play. (laughs) He looks like he was going to get sacked, but then he ends up scrambling for all the first down yardage, gets it. Mm -hmm. And it's like at that point, I didn't feel that bad because um, once he got that, I'm like, all right, we can score. And then they had already attempted an onside kick, which I thought was kind of stupid when they they were down 10 points with 7 minutes, 47 seconds left. They decide to kick an onside kick. And it didn't look bad. the The kick was yeah. it was it came up short, and Memphis recovered it. But I'm like, all right, at least they got a um. Yeah, but are you about to say you feel good about your chances on the second onside kick? Like you, I did, <laughs> because they had Why, already though? kicked an onside kick, and it didn't look bad. Yeah, and I was like, well, now they have another chance it's to clean it up. It not, was a perfect kick. It was. Yes, I'm not saying it wasn't a perfect kick, but still, just the onside kick in general is still improbable that you recover it. Yeah, but once we reco- recovered it, I knew Houston was winning. <laughs> okay, but you still had to recover it. But I didn't Nobody feel ever like feels... usually in that situation, I feel bad about it. I'm like, yeah. all right, we have a chance because the kicker showed that he, you know. Yeah. I know, but nobody ever goes into an onside kick like, odds are we're getting this. Like I, d- I knew that the odds that were that we weren't going to get it, but it felt greater than a normal situation. Yeah. No, yeah, I get what you're saying. Because I had already seen him kick an onside kick. Um, yeah, no, that was not that long ago. I mean, that's what I texted and I said, I swear to, cause I was watching it. Um, I was laying in bed watching it after my game was just fucking dead. And I'm just like, that's what I said in the video. I was like, it's good for the podcast. So it's good for me. But I'm just sitting there like, you gotta be fucking kidding me. Like, I'm not going to be mad that you won, but I am like, can it, can it fucking go my way? It will. I hope. But that's why I texted. I said, I swear to God, I'm going to go to the church in the morning. And I did. I did. I could have met you there. I needed to go by myself. Lit lit a candle. I needed to go by myself. No, I I got there at like 8.50. Made the video, like was doing the video. I go up and I touch the door. And as I'm walking down the steps, I go, or actually, yeah, I go touch the other door of the church. I'm like, fuck, there's two churches. I was like, I don't know which church it was. So I went to, I was like, I got to go to both. I can't, I can't take the chance of touching the wrong church. And then when I'm coming back, like mass lets out, I guess. <laughs> like everyone comes out. I was like, that would have been, that would have been, I guess it got out at nine. So that would have been strange timing to have everyone walk out as I'm just standing there. But so yeah, you go four and two, you hit your lock, you're still undefeated in your locks. Um, Justin, you went three and two, positive yep. week. Uh, you had the Vandy Ole Miss over that, that one hit pretty easily. Um, Kentucky minus 10 Levis didn't play. So that kind of fucked y'all. Joseph was on it as well. The under 50 Levis not playing helped that tremendously. BYU Notre Dame under 52. What was this? 28 to 20 Notre Dame one, I believe. Yeah. Yeah. So that hit, um, I don't know what the final drive situation was looking like, but you might've got. I don't know how that played out. I don't know if they had like it was, a chance. It was close. It was close to not hitting. I think they had a chance to score. And then Virginia plus three. I don't remember how that went. But. Um, They were up 10-0 in the first quarter, and then Louisville just 
that's went right. on a run. That's and, right, because Joseph said that they're looking good. Yeah, and, beat him 34-17, I want to yeah, say. Yeah. And uh, Malik Cunningham didn't even play. And the backup didn't play that well either, but Armstrong just didn't do anything either. Yeah, he fell off big time. He was not bad there for a little while. Like, he showed flashes, you remember, for yeah. Virginia, Brennan Armstrong. So you went three and two. So our updated records, and then Joseph went two and one. Joseph nearly swept the board, but Levis being out compromised his Kentucky pick. Uh, but he had the LSU Tennessee under sixty three and a half, and then he had Purdue Maryland over fifty eight and a half. He was doing that thing where he's like me, 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 crying about his fucking totals again. And then Maryland scores, I think, because we're watching it, and I was like, oh, it's just like the Syracuse, um, Syracuse Purdue. Yeah, I was like, you, y'all could double, y'all could get a double winner because you were on Purdue. So I think it was Maryland who scored at the end, and then they went for two and didn't get it. Am I or am I thinking um, of that wrong? I'm pretty sure. I don't remember exactly because LSU was going on, and yeah, I'm I mean, pre- LSU was basically over. But. I'm pretty positive that yeah, because they won by two. But I was so. watching it on my phone because I was out. Um. Yeah, they they go for the two point conversion, and then they get an ineligible receiver downfield. And they have to go for it again, and they don't get it. So that's why I was like, well, best case scenario, if Maryland can go down and score and then not get the two, y'all will both win. So, and that's exactly what happened. So, yeah, I went 5 4 and 1. That brings me to 25 28 and 3, 2 4 and 1 in my locks of the week. Struggling in the locks, but we went positive. We're chipping away, uh, trying to get our head above water. Nick went 4 and 2, brings him to 26 17 and 3. 6 0 and 1 in his locks of the week. Still have not lost a lock of the week. Justin went 3 and 2, brings him to 16 and 19. 2 and 5 in his locks of the week. Joseph went 2 and 1, brings him to 10, 16 and 1. 4 and 3 in his locks of the week. A good, a decent turnaround for Joseph. What was he, 2 and 11? I want to say he was two and like that, yeah, yeah he he was two and eleven, so that means he's on an eight and five streak since then. So Joseph's kind of turning the corner. Joseph only has two plays because he's not here. Um, I think he said he was going to the church, so he's taking the week off. Um, I'm gonna just put his play out there right off the bat. Joseph's one play this week. He's gonna have one college, one NFL, and his NFL is the Thursday, so they're both gonna be his locks. Take it with a grain of salt. Uh, he's going with the West Virginia Baylor over 54 and a half. Okay. I don't I don't have um I am on that game, but I don't have a, a, a lean game when, it, well. when it comes to the total. So we're back with Wednesday football. College football week seven. We have a Wednesday game. Marshall at home hosting ULL. We talked about this one a little bit. Justin, are you on this? Um, Marshall, no, I'm not. I'm taking UL with the points, taking a shot. Don't love it. Their offense sucks. Marshall really wants to run the ball. They don't necessarily have a spectacular offense themselves. I understand they beat Notre Dame. That's going to be the high of their season. A Notre Dame team that was trying to figure shit out and looking better now. Um, I think UL just load the box, try to stop the run. Ten and a half. This line grew a lot. I looked to see if there was injuries. If you see something, let me know. I don't know if you're looking at that. I didn't see anything glaring that stood out as like, oh, that's why the line grew so much. This opened up at like seven, I think, mm-hmm. and it's now ten and a half. So that's alarming that it grew as much as it did, but I'm going to take UL getting the ten and a half. So 
take that with a grain yeah, of salt. Yeah, that's where I would lean, but I've only seen UL play once, and it was against ULM, who's mm-hmm. also – I don't know. They, did a, they didn't do a terrible job stopping the run. There was a couple big plays for ULM, like uh, explosive running plays that uh, helped them win that game. But mm-hmm. from UL on the offensive side, it seemed like they're, just have, they're confused about who they want to be their quarterback. They both suck. Yeah, well, the guy. <laughs> yeah, that's what I've noticed. I guess through all the games, but there was one guy, number eighteen. He stood out like he was the better one, and when they kept putting in number ten, this their drives would stall. Yeah, Chandler Fields. But then he's not consistent apparently because I check his stats. Who Chandler Fields? Yeah, yeah. It's like, and then they go to the other guy more. It's like, uh, I'm hoping this could be the game where he like asserts himself as like, okay, we're going forward with with Fields as the starter. Um, but yeah, I don't know. We're going to find out. It's just, it's gross. It smells. I can't pass up Wednesday football though. So I'm off on Thursday. We're going to cook some steaks and just, uh, sweat out a really, really tough game. But Thursday we have two more games on the docket. Are y'all on either one of these? Justin, you said you are on Baylor, West Virginia. Yeah. Are you? No, but it was one I was looking at closely. Well, let's see what side you were leaning. You want to know now? Yeah. I was leaning West Virginia. Plus three and a half. Sign me up. I'm on it. Justin, we'll get to your pick. Um, I don't have much written down, but statistically these two teams stack up pretty evenly. Baylor's played the tougher schedule so far, but an overtime loss to BYU does not carry as much weight since BYU. I mean, they really have kind of fizzled out, lost some steam. They were looking at being one of the best group of five teams. Doesn't appear that way. So I... Believe in JT Daniels more than most. I believed in him going in against Pitt. Me and Nick were both on it. I think JT Daniels has top-notch arm talent. I really like Bryce Ford Wheaton at wide receiver. He lit it up against Pitt. They beat Pitt probably if Ford Wheaton doesn't drop that ball and results in a pick six. There's a good chance they go drive down and they win the football game. Three and a half, I have written down, don't underestimate Morgantown in that crowd. I think that three and a half is too many points. The The environment's going to be crazy. I like JT Daniels. I like his ability to sling the football. Bryce Ford Wheaton can't really be guarded. It smells a little bit, but I'm going to take the home team here getting points. Give me the Mountaineers. Justin, which side are you on? Um, I'm not on either side. Actually, I'm going to take the under at 55. Okay. Um, go against Joseph. But, uh, yeah, I think these two teams are – Pretty similar, in my opinion. Both have very solid offenses, but even better defenses. Uh, Both are averaging 187 yards on the ground, and both are allowing less than 100 yards on the ground on defense. Uh, Both QBs basically have the same stats. Um, Blake Shapin on Baylor has nine touchdowns and three picks, while JT Daniels has eight touchdowns and two picks. And supposed to have a little bit of rain involved in this game. And plus, C.J. Donaldson on West Virginia is going to be out. Um, so give me the under at 55. What position? Oh, the running back? Yeah. Yeah. Got a concussion. Um, I did not see rain in the forecast, though. I would hope that that is not accurate. Uh, but regardless, I'm still taking West Virginia. These are one of those scrappy midweek games yep. for a crowd that's going to be fired up. Um, why would you lean? You got, you have anything specific on why you would lean, uh, West Virginia? Um, I just don't like trust that uh, quarterback for Baylor. Yeah, I agree. So, um, 
yeah, I don't know if he's going to be able to make enough plays. I mean, JT Daniels, I, I trust him a lot more. Yeah. Yeah, we'll see. Yeah, it does look like rain's in the forecast on Thursday. But, but then West Virginia, they both can run the ball, and the the defenses are similar statistically. But just like looking at what West Virginia did to Virginia Tech, and then they played Kansas close, Pitt close. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know. I just think Baylor struggled against the uh, the better teams that they've played. Okay, so there is rain in the forecast, but it's – First thing in the morning. It's like five in the morning. Okay. Come, well, it's up until 11. Come 12 p.m., 1 p.m., clears up, and then there's no more rain in the forecast from then. We're going to be sitting at 60 degrees come kickoff. It's perfect weather to throw the football around. So, yeah, give me give me the Mountaineers. Plus three and a half at home. You going to hop on it? Maybe. Away. I don't know. This is one of those games. This is one of those games. <laughs> I, I mean, other than the fact that I lost my lock on Nebraska, I've said it, I dominate mm-hmm. midweek football. That's where I make my money. That's literally where I've made all of my money this year is midweek football. I think, what am I? I was 8-2. and two. Now I'm 8-3, and three, or was I 9-2? and two? I put it out there. I don't remember. I don't know. Um, But, all right. Are you nobody's on Temple UCF? I would imagine, right? No. Friday. Does anybody have a game? I have one. All right. What about you, Nick? No. All right. What's your game, Justin? Um, UTSA and FIU. Okay. Taking UTSA minus thirty-two. Don't have much about this game. Uh, this is one of those games where I think UTSA is just flat out better than FIU in every aspect. Uh, FIU has given up more than four hundred fifty yards a game, and UTSA is getting. 500 yards a game. UTSA is coming off of a win against Western Kentucky, who Western Kentucky played FIU a couple weeks back, and they beat them 73-0. to zero. And I know you shouldn't, you know, base your game off of that, but um, FIU's leading receiver by a pretty wide margin. Tyrese Chambers is doubtful to play as well this week, but even if he was playing, I'd still take UTSA minus 32. Yeah, I don't know. It's tough. Um, it's a lot of points for at home. It is. Yeah, FIU's trash. But do you just worry about them calling off the dogs? <laughs> I mean, yeah, you do. You worry about um, it's just so many points. That's all. But I mean, UConn beat them thirty-three to twelve at home. Mm-hmm. FIU is at home, so it's like FIU's like one of the worst teams in all of college football. You know, yeah, but they do average sixteen points a game. So <laughs> yeah. if they hit that, it's not like UTSA's defense is very good. Yeah, no, no it yeah. isn't. So, I mean, what do we, what's the spread? Thirty three, thirty two. Yeah. If they get ten points, there's a good chance they cover this number. So, what is the? Uh, uh, they might not have it out. I was gonna say, what is FIU's team total under? Or yeah, team total sitting at. I but yeah, been able to find team totals really. Yet. Regardless, um, yeah, we will see. That is a lot of points. That that'll be one to sweat out. That'll be one where the back door is fucking certainly going to be open. Uh, at least it'll seem like it. But all right, Saturday, a pretty stacked slate of games, but some tough games to pick from. Michigan, Penn State. Are you touching it? Yeah, you are. Mm-hmm. 
Which side are you leaning? <laughs> I'm um, going with Michigan. Okay. Minus seven. It was seven and a half for a second, wasn't it? Or did it go to six and a half? Um, I don't know. I saw, I saw it was seven. It is. Yeah, it's currently at seven. But I want to say I thought I saw it move um, at least a half point in one direction. But all right. Why are you taking Michigan? Um, yeah, I see the statistic. Penn State only allows 79.8 rushing yards per game, but I don't think that rush defense has been tested yet. They're definitely going to get tested against Michigan. I just think Penn State's going to need a heroic game from Sean Clifford to keep this one close. I don't think they're going to get that, so I'm rolling with Michigan minus seven. I agree. I, I'm going to take Michigan minus seven as well. Looking at it, it's like neither one of these teams – have really played – it was kind of the knock on Michigan was they haven't played anybody. So you got Hawaii, UConn, Maryland is actually played them pretty tough, and Maryland's not a bad team. But, I mean, if you look at who Penn State played, so you look at the rushing defense and all that, or just the defense in general, I think Purdue's not a bad team. And Purdue played them pretty tough. So – Yeah. But then you've got Ohio, obvious win. We know what's going on at Auburn. I mean – it's a shit show over there. Central Michigan played them kind of close. So, uh, which I like Central Michigan. I like Richardson at a quarterback. But, I mean, they allowed nearly 400 yards of offense for Central Michigan. They kind of struggle to move the chains, being Penn State. Yeah. So. And they can – this is a thing that I didn't mention. It's like you go and then look at the rushing statistics against Purdue. They didn't have a whole bunch of success running it against Purdue. Their rushing success came later on after that once they started playing a little bit weaker yeah. teams. I just don't know. I don't think that they're going to be able to run that the ball that good against Michigan. And then, then I think it's going to come down to, you know, which quarterback has too much pressure on them. And I, and th- I think I that think, it's going to be – I think it's going to be Clifford. Yeah, it worries me that – Clifford's been there longer. So this is McCarthy. This is kind of his like first test. Yeah. Big time game, at least. I mean, I understand he was on the team and he played last year when they were, but he wasn't the starter. Now it's, it's, he's got the keys and this is a, I mean, a top 10 matchup. So, but I like the way that they approached the Iowa game where they weren't really going to let McCarthy lose the game, put the game in jeopardy. Yeah. And I think that's the same way that they'll approach this game. Yeah. I mean, they have, they, Got 172 rushing yards against a damn good Iowa defense. So it might be kind of, I don't know. I don't really, it's don't tough. know exactly how it's going to go, but I feel like what's probably going to happen is that eventually it's going to come down to um, Penn State needs the quarterback to make a play, and then he's not going to. Yeah, I think Penn State's defense is good, and you've been raving about their corners, but I don't know that there's a defense that really is going to be able to shut down Michigan's running game. You know what I mean? Yeah. And I've been saying, I think on the outside, they have more speed than what they get credit for. Um, but Coram is so fucking good. Oh, yeah. He is like, probably should be in, in talks for the Heisman Trophy. Like, that good. So, I don't know what. He's got 735 yards and 11 touchdowns. He's averaging 6.2 yards a carry. He's not getting talked about enough. So... But yeah, I'm an, I'm on that as well. Are I'm you on that as well? You're taking Michigan. I am seeing on uh, Fanduel that's at six and a half right now. Let's see. Getting her to turn this fucking air down, dude. I'm dying. Um, 
can we get a confirmation on that? Because I would love six and a half. I could have swore I saw six and a half. Um, I'm looking right now. It, I, I can't find my yes, shit's not connected. It's six and a half. Give us six and a half. All right. Um all right. My next one for Saturday. I think I'm going back to the well with Wisconsin. Are you on them? No, but it was when I was looking at it. It's just a weird spot. It is. But the offense. Mertz, like they were letting Mertz throw the ball. You know? Yeah. And he looked pretty damn good. Yeah, I'm going back to the Badgers. After Coach, it's, it was Coach Christ, right? Yeah. Paul, Paul Christ. Christ. I don't know why I was drawing a blank. Um, after he gets fired, they respond with a dominant win over Northwestern 42-7, to a game in which we saw Graham Mertz throw for 300 yards and five touchdowns. Arguably, in my opinion, the biggest letdown of the year has got to be Mel Tucker and his ginormous contract. Yeah. Yeah, but I kind of expected it like – they suck. Yeah, they're ter- they're not any good. And um they gave him 100 million. Yeah. But they just don't have the players. I know, but they weren't bad last year. Yeah, but they had Kenneth a lot Walker better. Kenneth Walker was a stud, I understand, but they still had the same quarterback. Like the drop off yeah. is kind of But Peyton Thorne wasn't that good last no, year. No, he really. wasn't. It trust me, we talked about it going into the bowl game and you backed them and then my fucking quarterbacks get hurt. What bowl game was that? Pitt. Oh, I remember. Pitt. You yeah, back- but I also backed them against Penn State in the snow. Yes, that is true. Yeah, I don't know. I, I just they're they're not good. I think that since the firing of Paul Chris, they came out and dropped a forty-two piece, dominated a game that Vegas really didn't think that they were going to run away with. They're they're fired up. They're playing well for Jim Leonard. He's a guy who played for the school, obviously defensive guy. But Braylon Allen was looking like a stud, and he is a stud. Yeah, has been a stud, but. They're also putting him in at Wildcat, and he's throwing touchdowns and shit. I just feel like they look like they're having fun. The defense is really good. The ability to run the ball. Michigan State's just not that good. So Yeah, I mean, maybe because we were talking about this a while back when um I picked Wisconsin against New Mexico State. You asked me if I what I thought about Wisconsin and Minnesota because Minnesota had played New Mexico State before Wisconsin. Yeah. And I was like, I think they're probably close to evenly matched. Yeah. And um, you just go to look at what Minnesota did to Michigan State. Mm-hmm. Damn, did they shut them out? Or they came pretty close, close to. If not, but it was like a total. He was, Justin was on the under and you were on Minnesota. They destroyed them. And they. Yeah. They might have shut them out. Actually. They ran the ball all over them. It was like. Yeah. So if Wisconsin plays as well as they're capable, then they should they should win big. Mertz didn't look like a fucking deer in the headlights back there. So, and I understand it's Northwestern, but Northwestern's not a horrible defensive team and they can run the ball. Like, so, and they couldn't, I mean, that day they couldn't do shit. So it was a, it was a complete performance from Wisconsin. I'm going back to the well with the Badgers. What is, uh, what's your next Saturday? Game? Um, Iowa state at 22 ranked Texas, Texas, 16 point favorites. Mm. Um, like, I'm not on the spread, but if you're going to ask me, I'd definitely go with Texas. I think Texas is legit, especially with Ewers as at quarterback. I think it's, like, really unfortunate that he got hurt for them because yes. they would probably be in the lead to win the Big 12 and possibly look at a playoff spot. Yeah. Um, 
But with two losses now, I mean, that's kind of outside looking in. Um, Iowa State, they're going to try to slow this game down. They want to run the ball and play good defense. They don't want to take many shots downfield, put the game in jeopardy. And I'm not sure how successful um, they're going to do that against Ewers. But um, something that's kind of gone under the radar is how improved Texas defense is, especially playing at home. So I'm going to roll with under 49 and a half here. Okay, I'm on this game. I'm taking Texas. Going back back to the well. Um, I mean, much of like what you just said, it's a, it's disappointing that Quinn Ewers got hurt because I would like to see if they would have beat Bama. They more than likely probably would have, judging by the way it was going. That offense with Ewers. So what I have, um, all right. I said going into the Red River shootout that this Texas team would be fired up to get Ewers back. They answered the bell, 49 and nothing win over Oklahoma. Ewers put up four touchdowns, nearly 300 yards. Iowa State has a, a far superior defense than Oklahoma, but Matt Campbell is scared. Shallow crossing routes is all he wants to throw. It's nauseating. Deckers and a loss to Kansas State threw the ball 38 times for 198 yards, 5.2 yards per catch um, or per completion. It's nothing but shallow crossing routes, like I said. It's a look-ahead spot for Texas, I guess, with Oklahoma State on the horizon, but a two-loss Texas team can't afford to have their foot off the gas. This offense is dangerous with, with Ewers under center and Bijan in the backfield. Iowa State won't be able to keep up. They don't have the offensive firepower or the head coach to call the plays to do it. I'm taking Texas. I got it at 16. Yeah, that's so, what I have. Um, it's, it smells. Uh, that's why I was like, I have a, I have a, quite a few games this week that I don't feel great about and I feel like I'm taking a shot on, but and I also don't want to overreact. I'm not overreacting to what I saw last week. I'm taking into account what I saw against Alabama. Worthy is so damn good. Yeah. Ewers has ridiculous arm talent. He had one throw down the left sideline where he was kind of running to his left and was on his back foot and just flicked his wrist. And it, like, fucking beautiful ball. I was like, dude, he, he has some arm talent for sure. Yeah, no, I mean, there's like, just looking at that game last week, there's like a lot of people that are saying – you know, he's inserting himself as one of the best quarterbacks in the country. No, he has. Definitely. So he looks dirty as can be. I mean, Texas. It's just that Iowa State offense. It's 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 an every year struggle with this fucking team. Good defense. When they had Brees Hall, they had a good running attack. But just if you get down, if if Texas can jump out quick, Iowa State's going to have to get out of their game, out of their rhythm, and then I really. They just refuse to fucking throw the ball. It's crazy, and it's been like this for years. But they have a good receiver. Hutchinson is good. Yeah. They just are – they get him the ball. They just are scared to let him run down the fucking field. I don't know if they don't trust their offensive line. I don't know what it is, but Matt Campbell's been this way. And I'm just I, – I can't I can't back them in this spot, so I'm taking Texas, minus 16. Yeah, and that's kind of why I went with the under, just because – Yeah, I don't, I like, don't hate the under. If – Iowa State covers to me. It's because they kept it low scoring. Definitely. And then even if Texas blows them out, I still don't know if Iowa State. There's a good chance they score 10, 10 fucking points. Like yeah, to um get the game to go over. And and I mean Bijan was running hard last week, and I mean he runs fucking hard every week. But I mean twenty two carries, one hundred and thirty yards, and two touchdowns. You can lean on Bijan. I don't. I don't. I don't hate the under, but I'm just. I'm going to take a stab at the. Uh, at the spread here. But yeah, I don't see how you feel comfortable, especially going uh, it's in Texas. They're coming off of this big ass win. 
like I said, I don't think that they're in a position to take their foot off the gas because of the two losses, and they feel like I mean, realistically, when Quinn Ewers went down, they probably thought their season was over. I thought their season was over. Yeah. It looked like he just broke his collarbone and he's going to be done. So it's kind of like you get new life and the season just started for you and you just opened up with a with a fucking beatdown over Oklahoma. So I expect them to come out equally as fired up. Morale has got to be through the roof there. I don't know what year Ewers is. Do you know? Is he a um, sophomore? He, he's got many a years left. I yeah. think he was like an early enrollee last year, skipped That's his right. senior yeah. season yeah, he re, for he Ohio reclassified. State. Um, but yeah, he's got. Yeah, he's still he's listed as a freshman. That mugshot dude is the dirtiest mugshot <laughs> yeah. of all time. But the I mean, so then, what do you does Arch Manning have another year of high school? No, he's coming in. So what do you do there? Well, I mean, they're gonna. This is what I think probably happens is that Ewers plays this year and next year, and then he's going to the NFL. Well, yeah, but I'm saying, wait, no, he's a freshman right now. I know, but I'm wondering since he has he's been out of high school for three if years. He can go. Okay, he's probably okay. going to be eligible to leave after next year. Okay, if that's the prop, you're probably right because why would they? Like, yeah, it would kind of get fucked up if he's there for another two years, right? Because then you're going to have Arch getting, and I don't know, the height might not be. He might not be worth the hype playing against the level of competition that he's yeah. playing against. But he's definitely got arm talent. But regardless, you you you're it's a huge top notch recruit. But yeah, if the way you're saying it works out, that would be best case scenario. Because he's not gonna come in and start as a freshman. But yeah. it's like I mean, he's he, gonna be coming in as probably like the sharpest quarterback as far as like knowing because you grow up with well, yeah, quarterbacks yeah. as them and growing through the Manning Passing Academy, it's like Every he's going to – everything's itched into his brain already oh, yeah. that, like, so many other quarterbacks have to learn. It's like it's like the goddamn royal family. Yeah. Like, the, the bloodline is so deep. It's like we're going to be – I mean, we're going to be 80 years old, and then Arch's kid will be going through goddamn high school or, or his yeah. kid's kid, and it's like if I were them, dude, I would just be pumping fucking kids out because it's like – Archie had three kids, two of them are Super Bowl quarterbacks, and then the other one was a great wide receiver and unfortunately got hurt. But it's like you 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 fucking hit on all three. They need to all three all three of them need to have three of their own, right. and then you just that before you know it, it's like the all thirty two teams yeah, are going to be Mannings. Just, the whole league is just Mannings <laughs> against Mannings. Yeah, it's ridiculous. So, all right, yeah. So I'm on Texas. Minus 16. You're on the under. Justin, are you touching this game? No, but who was Iowa State's quarterback last year? Brock Purdy. Brock Purdy. Mm-hmm. He went, he's a he's a rookie right now, right? Yeah, it was Brock Purdy. And Brees Hall. Yeah. Um, yeah, you don't remember you said you wanted Brock Purdy to win the Heisman. <laughs> yeah, I was really big on Iowa State That's last right. year. <laughs> That's right. Yeah, you should definitely know that then. Um, all right, what is your next Saturday game? Um... Arkansas minus one and a half at BYU. These teams' strength can both attack each other's weaknesses. BYU can take advantage of Arkansas's weak secondary, and Arkansas's offensive line can definitely take advantage of BYU up front. That's why you see the total sitting at 66. K.J. Jefferson is expected to return after missing last week after suffering a head injury against Alabama the week before. I love this game when 
when Arkansas was getting points. Mm-hmm. Um, it's flipped around now, but I just don't think BYU will have much of a shot at stopping the Hogs' rushing attack. So I'm going to roll with Arkansas minus one and a half. Yeah, I don't. I don't hate that at all either. That's what I was saying. The the, the fall from grace for BYU. I mean, it kind of happened last year where Hall started off sharp, and then, like, as the season goes on, he kind of... Yeah, he fades. He fades a little bit, and we're starting to see it this year as well, so that's kind of why I feel comfortable. I mean, look, if they'll have shots to move the ball against Arkansas just because they're not that good in the secondary, but... Well, he um, he opened up the game with a a pick against the game, first play, interception. So I just think, like, I'm a bet on a team that has the advantage running the ball, especially this big of an advantage versus a team that's going to have to complete passes. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, all right, Justin, what's your next Saturday game? Uh, I got a Saturday evening game. Um, I'm going to Washington and Arizona. Uh, Washington's coming off a seven-point loss against Arizona State last week, and Michael Penix Jr. had one of the worst games of the season. Um, they're back home. This week, after a two-game road trip, Washington's a completely different team on the road versus at home. I for sure think Penix gets back on track here, and I really think the running game gets going here early, led by Wayne Talapapa. As Arizona gives up nearly 230 yards rushing on the game, which is one of the worst in the country. So I'm going to take the Washington at minus 14 and a half. Okay, I didn't look yeah, at this one. I think one. this one's been moving as well. Yeah, it was at 17, and then it came down to like 15. Oh, uh, was it really? Yeah, and then now it's at like 14 and a half. So huh. it's trending toward Arizona. Maybe it was last year I was thinking. I mean, last week Oregon was favored by 12 against Arizona, and I think there's a few people that were um, picking Arizona in that one, but Oregon handled handled up. Yeah, I mean it is. A, they do need to get back on track, but weird spread. I also feel like they were overhyped, and I feel like we hit them at the perfect time. Yeah, with with the perfect storm with UCLA, who is a fucking good team. Yeah, like they might be the best team in L- in LA. Yeah, like that. I, I, I mean, I'm we'll ready for out. that. I'm ready for that game. That game's gonna be awesome. Um, yeah, I don't really have a. That was my last one. I just had my lock left. Okay. I don't have a side in that one. I have a, quite a few more. Yeah, I have my lock. That's all you have left? But let me hear some because I'll, oh, I'll take yeah, I have something a else. Questions about one. I have one, two, three. Yeah, three left and then my lock. All right. <clears throat> NC State, Syracuse at the Carrier Dome. Syracuse, three-point favorites. A ranked matchup. I'm going to take Syracuse. I'm going to take the orange, three-point favorites. NC State, 40% on third down, not spectacular. Syracuse isn't spectacular as well, but Syracuse is fourth in the nation defensively on first down, meaning you're going to NC State's going to find themselves in third down situations. The difference here for me is Schrader's ability with his legs. NC State really struggles to stop mobile quarterbacks. Um they have a pretty solid third down defense, but their inability to stop the mobile quarterbacks. Jordan Travis had seven carries for 108 yards. DJ Ogalele for Clemson, 14 carries, 73 yards, and two touchdowns. I think that his ability to Schrader's ability to roll out of the pocket, he's the second leading rusher for the Orange. I think he's going to be able to keep drives alive. 
it's a roll of the dice because Houston is no longer the worst team in the country in terms of penalties. Oh, are they not? Syracuse is. Okay. So, it's a little skewed, I think, because we saw what the fuck happened against Purdue where they got like 100 penalty yards in two plays and just stacked personal foul penalties. But I'm going to take the orange. Carrier Dome. Carrier Dome's going to be rocking. It's it's. Hmm. I don't love it. That's in my lock. But well, Devin Leary got injured. Yeah, I think he's out. Too. And it's the last three times that NC State's played Syracuse, they've lost. Or NC State's won the last three matchups. Okay. So Syracuse being at home, this is about as good of an opportunity as it's going to get. I think they take advantage here. Minus three. It was three and a half. It came down. It could be back. Yeah, I don't. Th- I don't think uh, Leary's going to play here. Which is a plus for it is, but it isn't. I mean, look, Syracuse, I really don't like Leary that much. Yeah, I mean they don't use them. Yeah, they like to run it. Yeah, they do. When they have an NFL quarterback, but um, <laughs> <laughs> uh, like Florida State was up on them seventeen to three at halftime, and I don't know exactly when Leary got hurt, but yeah, these other they came all the way back. These other guys. Who played? Who threw passes? Yeah, Jordan Travis had an opportunity. Had negative five passing yards. Jordan Travis had an opportunity um, to win that game. Drove him down, and he did the one thing you couldn't do. He threw a pick in the red zone. Even if you don't throw the pick, you kick the field goal for the win. Meaning, like if you don't get the touchdown, he got a little too aggressive. Yeah. But I mean, yeah, they won by two. To a. Florida State team that they held to 5 of 13 on third down. They won the turnover battle. They won the time of possession. Florida State had 10 penalties for 100 yards, and they won by two. Yeah. And Florida State kind of just rolled over. NC State's NC State's a little overrated, in my opinion. Um, I don't know much about the backups, but I would assume. They didn't have much of a uh... – Shot to do anything. Yeah. I I, I don't but really like it's Leary. It's kind of like I don't they think, don't know if he's going to play. I don't really like Leary. So, yeah, I'm taking the orange. Three-point favorites at home. This is as good a spot as it's going to get for Syracuse to get one back on NC State. So, let's see. And it's all me, right? Y'all just have your locks. Yeah. All right. Yep. All right. Didn't sell you there. Um. <laughs> All right, sticking with basketball schools, going back to the well, but the well ran dry last week. Give me Duke plus seven at home against North Carolina. North Carolina's defense is non-existent, giving up nearly 500 yards per game. This is exactly what the doctor ordered for Riley Leonard after he struggled against Georgia Tech, although he did lead the Blue Devils, as I already touched on, on a 14-play, 80-yard game-tying drive with eight seconds left. Riley Leonard has the ability to make some really good throws, I think he's smart enough to go through his progressions and this and that. Sometimes he gets a little antsy. I think he's going to settle down. His life's going to be a little bit easier against this North Carolina defense. Let's run the football. I I, I like Duke is the better defense here. So getting seven at home, I'm going to take the Blue Devils. It's it's eh, it's another one. It's another one of those fucking sticky ones. But yeah, what's the total points? Mm, I can tell you in 67. two seconds. Yes. Yeah, I mean, back at home, 
don't know. We'll see. I, I, I think North Carolina's defense is that bad, so you're going to give Duke seven points at home. I'll take, I'll take the Blue Devils. Next one, my last one before my lock, Clemson and Florida State. Florida State, three-and-a-half-point underdog sorry, at home. As I just touched on, they just lost uh, they just lost NC State 17-19 in a game. Like I said, 5-13 on third down, 10 penalties, 100 yards, lost a turnover battle, lost the time of possession. It was Jordan Travis's worst game of the season. Threw a pick on the final drive when he could have won the game, even if he just settled for a field goal. Travis has had a really remarkable turnaround this season, in my opinion, compared to previous years. I understand he was in the, court, he was in the quarterback battle with Blackman and this and that, but now he's the guy. He's got the keys. He's playing very well. I think that this is his chance to kind of prove that to everybody in the country. Doak Campbell's going to be going crazy. I'm taking Florida State plus three and a half. I know what Clemson has with the defense. Still, and and they're kind of clicking on offense. I understand. Mm-hmm. I don't care. I'm taking Florida State plus three and a half. Their ability to run the ball, Jordan Travis. I mean, we talked about it. I understand in that game he got hurt. Before that, I was like, dude, he's playing lights out. He's yeah. th- he's thrown the least turnover worthy passes this season. At least going into last week. I understand he had the two turnovers. Um I still just like is Clemson that surefire number four? No. I don't think so. Um and I think Florida State Yeah, there's a lot of teams that are I don't know. We'll see. We'll find out because I mean, how many more tough games do they have on their schedule? Clemson. Clemson? Um, probably not many. I mean, they got Notre Dame, they got Syracuse, Miami. Those are the toughest. But Syracuse at home, Notre Dame on the road, Miami at home. Yeah. So this is probably their toughest test left, um, in my opinion. Yeah, I mean, realistically. Because it's on the road. On the road, yeah. Yeah, I mean, what are your thoughts? You don't. I mean, obviously, you don't have to agree. You're not on it. But I have my uh, – I'm hesitant, obviously. Like I said, I have multiple games this week that I feel like I'm kind of taking a shot on. But I'm putting, I'm putting stock into the home field advantage this week. Yeah, I mean, you, we remember this game from last year. Mm-hmm. Florida State was only down four points or something like that with the ball. Yeah. As time was kind of expiring, and I had a miraculous cover yes, because of the pitch all the way back to the end zone, <laughs> and Clemson scored a touchdown. Yep. But um, so it was close last year. I think Florida State's improved. Clemson also seems improved, but... Well, they seem improved from where they were at the beginning of the season, but... And from last year. Well, yeah. But I still feel like... But I feel like at the beginning of this season, they were looking like they did last year. Yeah. That's with kind of a stagnant offense. And I mean, they beat NC State by 10. I don't know. It's tough. I think the road environment is going to. Florida State has the players on offense. Yeah. And they have is, a lot of talent. This is about as good as it's going to get for them for at least in the last five to 10 years, yeah. it seems. So I don't know. We'll see. I'm gonna take the. I'm getting the three and a half. The half. The hook there was a a, uh, a critical deciding factor for me. But I also just think it's gonna be a damn good game too. So, but yeah, that's all I have. Other than I got my lock left. Not adding anything. <laughs> no, not yet. You'll regret it. 
Um, all right. Most important bets of the week for college football. I'm going to let you lead it off because you haven't lost one yet. I'm interested. Go ahead. Dude, I'm going to the biggest game of the weekend. Which is? Number three ranked Alabama. Minus oh. seven and a half at six ranked Tennessee. It's like I don't think Ohio State deserves to be ranked above Alabama right now. I think when Bryce Young is in the lineup, Alabama, you can make an argument that they are the number one team in the country. Mm-hmm. But that brings up the big question, will Bryce Young play? It seems like it's still up in the air. I don't like this spot that much for Tennessee. It's just like a real funny spot with Alabama struggling against A&M, making mistakes, Tennessee playing a nearly perfect game on the road in Tiger Stadium. You just know Alabama's going to clean things up and play much better. With that being said, I'm impressed with Tennessee. Um, hmm. You look at this game last year. This was a seven-point game in the beginning of the fourth quarter. Tennessee was down 31-24. to We mentioned Brian Robinson earlier. He had 107 yards rushing in that game and three rushing touchdowns. Alabama ended up pulling away and won 52-24. But Tennessee's Cedric Tillman had a huge game last year. Seven receptions, 152 yards, one touchdown. It's also still up in the air whether he's going to return for this game. That was the plan. I was going to ask, yeah. When he uh, ended up having ankle surgery to try to speed things up. Um, Alabama just doesn't have the deep threats like they had in years past to push the ball downfield. And with Bryce Young's status in question, I'm going to roll with Tennessee plus seven and a half. I was very close to taking this as well. I really was. Same thing. Will Bryce Young play? Will he not? So, I mean, I was impressed with what Tennessee was able to do against LSU, obviously. Um, Part of me wants them to lose by 100 because of all their fucking loser fans chirping me on Twitter. Uh, I swear, they just go search Hinton Hooker's name. All I said was Hinton Hooker has no interceptions. That'll change today. <laughs> I didn't say he's trash. I think he's very good, actually. I was, I've was i been big on Tennessee. Um, yeah, no, I that seven and a half is, is, is key. So one thing, excuse me, <clears throat> one thing with Alabama, their third down defense is really good. Get, yeah, no, that's a bit. They, they get off the field at a very high clip. Um, but Hendon Hooker's, is he getting Heisman Trophy acknowledgement yet? I don't know. I mean, this is definitely the game that, you know, if they end up playing this game close and winning. It's like, oh, well, yeah. Then he <laughs> but he's got 1,400 yards and 10 touchdowns, no interceptions. Yeah. And so, then the rushing, how many rushing yards does he have? Rushing. And touchdowns. It looks like. He's got three touchdowns on the year. It looks like he's got a little over 200 yards. So not so 13 not, total touchdowns? Yeah. And no turnovers, or at, yeah. least, at least no interceptions. Yeah, it's, it's extremely impressive. He takes care of the ball. He can run that offense very, very well. They go extremely fast. I'm staying away. But at home, oh, I would love to go to this game, dude. This game oh, is going to be crazy. This is going to be huge. This game is going to be crazy. Because they smell blood in the water. Alabama's vulnerable. Yeah. Yeah. You're giving people – they used to be like you knew you had no chance. But now, I mean, A&M beat Alabama last year. Mm-hmm. 
nearly that's the biggest nearly thing. had like, him this it's year. It's just a spot. Like what's what happened last week and in the coming weeks. It's just this is like well, you're waiting for when does it's Alabama. a nasty spot. Like just from what I've learned over the past few years about taking teams in the right spot. This is just like that's the biggest thing that worries me is that I feel like it's kind of a bad spot for Tennessee. Yeah, Alabama coming off a down week, a game that they almost lost at the end. Tennessee coming um, off a cakewalk. Yeah, they smashed. No, no problem at all. Um, yeah, I mean it's Alabama's defense. The pass rush, Will Anderson, that's gonna yep. be a big factor. The key thing here is that Tennessee's left tackle, who was out last week against LSU, is supposed to return. And just their speed that they go. And with. then if they get Cedric Tillman back, I just yeah. think I think Tennessee's going to cover the, the speed of their offense. It give it's really tough for the pass rushers to like yeah. get in a rhythm and like get home because you're going so fast. They're running just to fucking get back on sides. They can barely get in their three point stance before before you're already snapping the next play. So I, I I'm. It's going to be one of the top games. I'm very, very interested to see which side this goes. I'm not going to touch it. Yeah, and that's why I'm like kind of – this kind of is like – I'm taking too many shots elsewhere. I'm going to guess that Bryce Young, I would say that he's not going to play just because it's his throwing shoulder. Yeah. Saban's already come out saying, oh, he's always hurting. His, he's always getting hurt. Yeah. It's like it happens to practice all the time. He's uh-huh. like, if I was him, dude, I'm like, I mean, why play? Try to win a to get hurt. championship. Yeah, I guess. You just don't want him to play because you got money on it now. <laughs> well, no, well, you're right, just writing him the letters. Just sit it out. Play? Think about your no. future. But it's like it's his throwing shoulder. He hurts that seriously. Well, it's yeah, like, yeah. No, I get it. But why play at all? It's that he's injured and that he's yeah. going to be the first or second pick no, regardless yeah, of if, if he plays this game or not. Yeah. No, but he, if he yeah, plays he this game, it's like this kind of – it's a similar situation to, but I'm sure he can. when when LSU played Alabama in 2019. Yeah, Tua was coming and kind of hobbled. Yep, yep. He didn't get hurt in that game, but he got hurt shortly after that. Yeah, and it's like if if Tua wouldn't have gotten hurt, I don't think that he would have. Well, it's a little. I think Tua would have been the number, number one, one overall pick. I mean, I know it didn't hurt him that bad, but it almost did. They were talking about him potentially slipping. Talking about the hip. Yeah. When he oh, got injured yeah. that year, they were like, "Well, what did he go three to the Dolphins?" Um, yeah, I think. Or did he go after Herbert? No, he went before Herbert. I don't remember. I don't remember either. He might have went after Herbert. I don't know. I thought Tua went four or five. Yeah, he might have, and Herbert went. I think Herbert three. was his second quarterback. Yeah, draft. but I mean, two so, yeah, before it that, it was like, yeah. No, I mean, he, I know it didn't make a big difference, but it almost did. Well, it did in terms of. It, it made it to where the Dolphins were like, well, we can need a quarterback. Yeah. So it's like they probably, if they could have had their choice, would have probably taken Burrow or Herbert. And then they kind of got stuck with Tua. Whereas, yeah, before, if, if he doesn't get hurt, then jo- then Justin Herbert might be in Miami. Yeah, and then you also look at this game, I mean, for both teams, really, because it's not in the same division. It's but, it's East versus West, which yeah. if Alabama loses to the an East team, that doesn't mean... They could still go to the SEC championship and and they still control their destiny yeah. because it's not like they'll need Tennessee to lose to go to the SEC championship. Yeah, and from that standpoint, yeah, it it, it does kind of tie your hands a little bit. It makes it do or die from there. But yeah, I guess to answer your question, like why would he play? It's like 
why did he come back at all? Because they lost in the national championship. So I'm sure that him, Will Anderson, sitting up there in the postgame press conference, that's when, when Saban, we I, we watched it, when Saban was like, these guys, and like acknowledged them and this and that, they came back to win a championship. Yeah. So the difference with Tua was like, it would have made more sense for him to sit out because he had already won a championship and was the reason they, they bench hurts, Tua comes in, hits the walk-off touchdown, like fucking wipe your hands clean and just go to the NFL at that point. Um but he also didn't have the the full season of sample size and all of that like Bryce Young had last year. He's got we already know what Bryce Young can do. I guess Tua had to show it a little bit more. Um but yeah, I mean if he's probably not going to go. But yeah, that's what I'm guessing. And judging by where the lines at, yeah. I mean, I still think like so if Bryce Young was playing, I would probably make this line um, nine or ten points in favor of Alabama, but with him, yeah, if he's not playing, I'm like Alabama minus two or three. You drop it that low. I yeah, would Mil- say a Milrow touchdown doesn't look spectacular, dude. Bryce Young's worth a touchdown, in my opinion. So yeah. it's like no, I agree because it's because with Jalen Milrow, you're not really he's not much of a threat through the air, and that's the weakness of this. Yeah, he was 12 of 19 for 111 yards, three touchdowns and a pick. But that's the weakness of Tennessee's defense. We said it with LSU. They give up over 300 yards a game through the air. If Bryce Young plays, you are now much more likely to be able to attack that secondary. Milrow, you're not really. So, yeah, I don't know. That's going to be the big thing is um, does Bryce Young play and can Tennessee exploit the secondary of Alabama? And I think Tennessee just might be that good. Yeah. No, they're fucking good. I said it coming in. That's why I was like – it was like 60 points for them against Akron, and I wanted to take it. I was like, that yeah. offense is goddamn good. I, I I was. But it'll be interesting to see what happens um, because it'll be huge. This yeah, is going to be a huge game. game. Oh, yeah, this is this has. I mean, imagine if Tennessee wins. I mean, Tennessee Yeah, is, I think it would. That's the other thing. It's like, yeah, I say the spread would be that, but it's like dependent on who whatever quarterback plays. I still think Tennessee – could have a chance to win. Yeah, no, their offense is. It depends really, really on what happens. You know what I'm saying? Like, if your quarterback's playing the way Hennon Hooker's playing, you have a chance against anybody. So he's not turning the ball over, and he's lighting it up. And then the ability to improvise and scramble when the when the pass isn't there, it's like it's just we're so trained with Bama. Like it's like oh, Bama could win by thirty. Bama could do what they did to Georgia in the SEC championship. But it's different situations, I know, but it's just we've seen it so many times that in the back of my mind, that's why I'm like, I'm too scared to take it. So yeah. just because – but I do like Tennessee. I've said it all year. So, yeah, I don't know. We'll see. Um, all right. That was a – I mean, we segued there in terms of analysis and breakdown with that lock, but we're still on locks. My lock of the week, USC, Utah over 63. I got it at 63 earlier today. Um it looks like it's grown a little bit. Fish around, find 63. Um, two electric offenses and a, U- a Utah defense that just got hit up for 42 points and 500 yards by UCLA. We're going to take a shot with the over. This is USC defense that I've been saying over and over all year. Vulnerable. You can run against them. It's going to open up the pass. This is a game. I mean, it's a tightly contested spread. Overtime will be a play or will be in play. I think that USC's defense, like I said, is, is susceptible, but their offense is damn good. I'm just waiting. 
I'm taking a shot with the over here. Road game, Utah is going to be fired up. And they're just coming off of a loss. I, I I like rising. I think that they do this. They did this last year. They they dropped a couple in the beginning, and then they went on their run. I think that they're going to be able to put up points on the USC defense. In turn, it's going to make Caleb Williams and Lincoln Riley kind of put their foot on the gas. So I'm taking the over. My lock of the week, 63. What are your thoughts? Yeah, this is an interesting game because I kind of want USC to win just so – do they, they have UCLA coming up? They should, yeah. They play, after Utah, they play Arizona, Cal, Colorado, then UCLA. November 19th. I think it would be huge if both those teams were like somehow managed to stay undefeated. If they were undefeated, that would be fucking incredible. Yeah. Incredible. I will bet my motherfucking life on UCLA. Yeah, UCLA's got Oregon. They got to buy this week. They got Oregon next week. Yeah. Tough. I like UCLA a lot. DTR is playing damn good. Uh, but, yeah, anyway, I'm taking the over 63. Might have to fish around for a number, uh, but I got it at 63. I'm not fucking – I'm not I'm not getting off. Yeah. So, Justin, what is your lock of the week? Uh, going to a Saturday afternoon game. Uh, Nick touched on it earlier, but uh, BYU is a team that is still answering some questions for me, but they are definitely not a team to take lightly. Jaron Hall is having another really good year, thrown for 1,600 yards, 14 touchdowns, and two picks. Arkansas is on a three-game losing streak and just got dismantled by Mississippi State. They have shown on defense to give up big plays, like Nick said, through their secondary. Uh, they get back uh, Miles Slusher, um, who's their starting safety. He Hurt his calf a couple weeks ago, and I think he's only played in the first game. But um, he'll be back, and K.J. Jefferson is obviously going to be back. But I really do think that Arkansas is just flat out the better team here, and I don't see them losing four in a row. Um, Like Nick touched on as well, I think they're just going to run all over them, and K.J. is going to be able to throw the ball as well. Okay, that whole breakdown, I could have swore you were about to take BYU. I thought he was taking BYU, too. You compliment the other team (laughs) every time. I was just sitting here in my head. I'm like, well, shit, we just sit here and shit on fucking BYU. And he had to sit there with his lock of the week being BYU. Well, at first it kind of sounded like he was going to take BYU, but as he kept going, I was like, oh, he's, he's taking Arkansas. When he started talking I thought you were taking BYU return. up until the very end. Yeah. No, first first part of the paragraph was BYU just saying how they're a good team and then No, fuck that. We've been saying that they suck now. But you're like Jaron Hall's lighting it up well, with not 14 so touchdowns. BYU but Jaron Hall, yeah. But yeah, that's why I said he started off the game with a damn interception. Um Yeah, regardless, I think it's a good pick like if Arkansas yeah. if I got this when it opened at two and a half point well, you said underdogs, <laughs> it's like, bro, I'm that's locked. That's Lock yeah. City. Yeah. yeah. No, I like the pick. Slusher, is he Arkansas safety or BYU safety? Arkansas. Yeah, Arkansas safety. Oh, okay. I don't know. I haven't paid too much attention. But I yeah. thought you were making a case for – that's why I thought you were taking BYU that uh, whole pick. And then I thought you were saying that BYU's getting their safety back. And in my head, I was like, who gives a fuck? Arkansas will run it down their fucking throat. Like, yeah. Um, no, that's the way I feel too. It's like they kind of got really unlucky against A&M with the fumble at the goal line and then for that somehow to – result in a touchdown when they handed it off Mm, it's like and then the kick that hit the top of the goal post yep never seen that arkansas should have beaten a&m for sure and then last i mean they play alabama the week after that and 
even though Young gets injured, Milrow still comes in and makes a lot of plays, and they just run the ball. Yep. And then last week they're without K.J. Jefferson against Mississippi State. Yep. So, I mean, Mississippi State did what they were supposed to do. They were able to throw the ball all over them. Um, but, I mean, when you're without your best player on offense, it's – yeah, they, go, in, they go into that game sleepwalking, and they know, like, okay, we don't really have much of a chance. So. And it was a head injury. You know how that is these days. Yeah. Everybody's got to sit out at least one game now. Yep. So he'll be good to go. Um. All right, there you go. I want to add Arkansas really bad, but I'm not going to do it. I'm going to wait. I'm going to just stick with what I have. I'll lose these games. Um. All right, to recap mine, Wednesday football. You know I can't pass up Wednesday football. Give me UL plus 10.5. Give me West Virginia plus 3.5. Give me Wisconsin minus seven, Texas minus 16, Syracuse minus three, Duke plus seven, Florida State plus three and a half, and my lock of the week is the USC-Utah over 63. I have Iowa State at Texas under 49 and a half. I have Michigan minus seven. I have Arkansas minus one and a half. And for my lock of the week, I'm taking a risk here. I'm going with Tennessee plus seven and a half. Alrighty, Justin. Uh, Thursday night I got Baylor and West Virginia under fifty-five. Then I have UTSA minus thirty-two against FIU, and then uh, Washington minus fourteen and a half against Arizona, and Michigan minus six and a half against Penn State. And my lock of the week is Arkansas minus one against BYU. Alrighty, um, there you go. That is our college football picks. Nick's still on fire. We're trying to keep our head above water. Uh, currently it is not. We're drowning, but we're we're getting close to the surface. All right, NFL. Um, Baylor, West Virginia, over. Uh, NFL, last week, Thursday night, Colts, Broncos, over 43. Did not go my way. Uh, 49ers minus 6.5 did, though. The Panthers suck. Matt Rule just got fired. Browns plus 3. Me and Nick were both on it. They lose by 2. Yeah. Jacoby Brissett interception in the red zone. um, But they got the ball back, and they had a chance for the game-winning field goal, goal. and Cade York missed Missed a long one. Yep. Um, Commanders plus two and a half. Carson Wentz, that trash bag son of a bitch, had the ball inside the 10-yard line. Last, He tried to throw a pick. I was like, whew, that was lucky. Very next play, he did throw a pick. Trying to force it into triple coverage, like like little sidearm bullshit at the goal line. He's just like, oh, please. Um... We lose there, but we hit our lock of the week that the referees tried to grasp, tried to rip out of my hands, but you got to take this one out of my fucking cold, dead hands. Falcons plus eight and a half. They lose by six. Grady Jarrett, with a great play, gets called for roughing the passer and a fucking bullshit call, but luckily, it secured the bet for me. For a second, it was looking like it was not going to, (laughs) but they were able to pick up another first down, and then they kneeled it out. Don't give a fuck about the Falcons. Tom Brady can suck my dick. Falcons plus eight and a half, lock of the week. I go three and two. Should have been four and one if Carson Wentz would not have uh, turned it over on the five-yard line. Um, But I'll take it. I'll take it. Positive week in college and the NFL. It's been long. It's been a long time, but we're here now. You swept the board again, three and oh. Yeah, I had Colts plus three and a half. This game wasn't like one that you ever felt comfortable about because there were zero touchdowns scored in here. It went to overtime and – um. Dude, the Broncos are are shit. That's why I bet against the Colts. Yeah. It's like people are like, man, they're going to figure it out. And I'm like, oh, I don't think so. Well, I was trying to tell Joseph, the thing with these Thursday night games, it's like the obvious, go against it. 
It's like, oh, yeah, obviously, Jonathan Taylor's out, which we didn't know when we gave up yeah. the pick. But Jonathan Taylor's out. It screams like, oh, take the Broncos, Russell Wilson, all those offensive weapons, this and that. Whatever I mean, they you still th- ran it on. Whatever you think is going to happen, the opposite happens right. on Thursday night. It doesn't make sense, but that's the way it goes. Colts plus three and a half, they went out right. Yeah, but the, this is like... Cause my dad was like, "Man, you got so lucky with that." Cause he was on the, uh, yeah, he was on the Broncos. I'm like, "Dude, I don't bet on idiots uh-huh. most of the time." I, I mean, I already went in my rant on Nathaniel Hackett. He's like, they're it's the, so they're terrible. fucking That's, horrible in the red zone. I said it. Russell the Wilson's the worst red zone sucks. Russell Wilson's overrated. He thinks he's a pocket passer. I said he's the worst quarterback from the goal line. Yeah, he's not. He's not. Um, Hamler worth was, the money. Hamler was wide open. Wide open. I could have thrown it to him. Yeah. On the money. I'd have put it on his fucking numbers. Yeah, that was when he fucking threw it to yeah, him. Oh, dude. Yeah, and anyway, then Hamler yeah. slammed his helmet. He was not happy. I had Browns plus three. We yeah. talked about it. I had Lions, New England, under 45 and a half. This game kind of didn't go exactly how I thought it was. I thought that New England would be able to contain a Lions offense. I was right about that part. The part I didn't yeah. see was uh, New England – Putting Just up as much points as holding they did. them to zero and uh, putting up twenty nine. So you're not happy with, with the how, third. You're not happy with how you won. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> look, I thought it was going to be kind of a closer game, but <laughs> so now we're nitpicking locks when we win. Um, yeah, there was only twenty nine points scored. Yeah, you're you're over here. Nah, I'm a little disappointed. I was that a little worried exactly. at halftime because they were up sixteen to nothing. I was like, Ugh. yeah, if the Lions. But then I kind of I didn't feel too bad because you know Belichick's not gonna. Yeah. Let him get back in the game like that. Yeah, so you sweep the board 3-0. and Good for you. Um, you hit your lock. So, yeah, uh, update it. So, we went 2-1 and one in our agreement picks. So, we are tracking because we were undefeated until last week. LSU fucked us. But any game that Nick and I were on the same side in college football, we were undefeated. Now we're 7-1-2. and two. And then in the NFL, any game that we were on the same side, we were both on the Browns. NFL, we are 6-2. and two. So, if you see us riding the same game, I mean, odds are in your favor that you're gonna you're gonna find the window and cash a ticket. So, uh, Justin, you had a horrible, brutal week in the NFL. I did. Yeah, uh, I I don't remember any time where I've went zero and four or zero and three or anything. But yeah, yeah I mean, I'm know. sure <laughs> that's happened. <laughs> that's happened to everybody. I don't no, know. I know. I just can't remember the last time it's happened. But uh, yeah, I was on the Broncos. Y'all touched on it, and then I was on the over as well. Uh, zero touchdowns were scored in that game. Lions plus three was my lock of the week. Uh, I don't think anybody saw how this game ended. Just like what Nick said. I mean, Patriots won 29-0. I don't think – nobody saw them not scoring points at all. Yeah, but, that, that's what I mean. Like, is But that was a tough spot for the Lions. That was one of those same thing where it's like Patriots with Bailey Zappi. One, I like Bailey Zappi. I said that. I, I think that he was really good at Western Kentucky. Um, but that game screams – to me, I didn't take it, so I can't say it screams to me. I didn't take it, so I'm not going to sit here and be like it was obvious or anything like that. But Bill Belichick being able to scheme for that offense, it was the stat was they were the number one scoring offense and last place scoring defense. Bill Belichick, I mean, it's still Jared Goff. I, I, I don't know. I feel like it was one of those like hard knocks is playing a role in why people like the line. We liked the Lions last year. They were a cover machine. Back door was always open. But they're one and four. Yeah, yeah. They're one and four. They're they're what Campbell's probably close to being on the hot seat. So yeah, the problem is is they don't have a quarterback that's any good. Well, wasn't Jared Goff kind of lighting it up? Ah, uh, 
yeah, maybe coming back from like the sucking. That's where they score all their points. You're saying coming from behind and yeah. So I was like, well, if a team week? just holds them, yeah, they are. I was like, if the pay the Patriots are a team that could hold them for a whole game. So that's yeah. why I was like, screw that. I'm taking the under because. I just thought it was a little bit high because of what the lines have been able to the points scored and yeah. Scored so he's against. got he's top ten in yards, top five in touchdowns, uh, but he's thrown four picks. Yeah, he's got eleven touchdowns, four picks, thirteen hundred and fifty five yards passing. Um, so he's not having a bad season, but yeah, yeah. I mean, like you say, it could be skewed. There could be a lot of because they have the back door's been open on a couple games. They've had to come from behind and go score kind of a meaningless touchdown in terms of winning the game, but with big implications when it comes to the spread. Yeah, and they have weapons. Who? The Lions, Lions yeah, they have do. weapons. Yeah, Amonra St. Brown. I mean, well, they've all been kind of banged up. Amonra yeah. St. Brown missed the game. DeAndre Swift's been out. So, but at health, at full health, yeah, no, they definitely have weapons. So, but yeah, and then you had uh, Dolphins minus three quarterback. Um, Teddy Bridgewater got hurt very quick. Yeah. Uh, so that was unfortunate. But 0-4 for, for you. Um, so I went three and two brings me to 15 and 16, but we're four and one in our locks of the week. So we're cashing in on the game that matters most. Um, nearly, nearly above water, nearly above water. Yeah. You went three and oh, 12, two and one. Very remarkable, but three and two in your locks of the week. So, <laughs> so not, not perfect. Yeah. Not in first place either in one category. Um, Joseph went. Two and three. Uh, he got off to a decent start, but got a little lucky there with the Saints pick. Uh, but anyway, two and three. So Joseph is 14 and 12 in the NFL, three and two in his locks of the week. And then Justin, you went 0 and 4. You're 8, 13 and 1, 3 and 2 in your locks of the week. So we look ahead to, again, anybody new to the podcast, we always pick the Thursday night game. We're coming off of a snooze fest and we're doubling down with a snooze fest again. Commanders on the road in Chicago taking on the Bears. Looks like an even spread. Yeah, yeah. So I saw. I see some plus ones. Yeah. I see some. I see some plus ones for the Commanders. Uh, one point favorites for the Bears. Um, I'll let you go. <laughs> I'm going with Washington. Let's ride. Yes, Washington good. plus one. Yes, I'm um, taking Washington as well. Just looking at the Bears, man. They're. I like. I think Washington's defense, I mean, still, I think they have a defense that can contain the Bears. And then you look at, like, Washington hasn't really been able to run the ball, but getting Bryant Robinson back might help a little bit. And then mm-hmm. the Bears are surrendering 170 rushing yards per game. It's like, I don't know. The Bears just aren't that good. And neither is Washington, but it's like, no, I like- I'm betting on Washington because Wentz is so bad. Well, what that, do you mean? <laughs> that makes sense. Um, yeah, but I like, I love that Ron Rivera just threw him under the bus. Yeah, this is uh, this yeah, this was, is a this is a Wentz response game. This is a Wentz response game, one hundred percent. Look at the Colts. Grass isn't always greener. You get rid of Wentz, and then you go get Carson Wentz. Yeah. So, Matt Ryan is Carson Wentz. Oh yeah, that game was so annoying. You can't run fast. Quit trying to run away from these guys. I know. 
You like getting sacked for minus 15? <laughs> Just get sacked for minus five, you idiot. <laughs> oh, I know, dude. It's I was like, like, quit trying to run away. I, I texted you. I said, somebody needs to tell this guy to quit rolling out the pocket. It's not good over there. <laughs> and this is also making up for a Brian Robinson uh, day. Bears give up 170. I think you said that. Yeah. 170 rushing yards. Brian Robinson. He'd been, hit with, he'd been hit with a few shells, but he doesn't walk with a limp. He's going to rush for 200 yards. So, um, yeah, I'm taking the Commanders. Joseph is on the Bears. All right. Square bet. Did Justin say? No. No, that's my lock of the week. Oh, Christ. Wow. Okay. You are taking some fucking shots. Hey, Do you have double picks in this one? Double picks. Yeah. You, you got one, one, or are you going with the total and the spread again? Oh, no. It's just the spread. You did that against um, Broncos. But you also did it. We might have both We might have both done it, but I learned my lesson with the Chiefs and the uh, Chiefs and the over. Yeah, I learned my lesson. Well, you didn't. You did it just last week. I know. I'm saying I learned it last oh, week. Oh, no, you didn't. <laughs> All right. All right. Um, yeah, Joseph's on the Bears. So we will... Justin said that's his lock. That is fucking crazy. If I don't know how you were managed to find a, or feel good about a lock there, but we'll we'll see. Um, let me just confirm. Yeah, he's Bears minus one. All right, Sunday. I'll let you go first. You're leading the way. You going with another three, three picks? Um, yeah. I I feel like you'd be dumb to kind of stray away from that. If it, it's it, because it, I trust college more, so I have to always make sure. I not only do I bet less NFL, I bet twice as many dollars on college, which is kind of you just look at it like, man, you should bet more in NFL, <laughs> yeah. dude. You can't lose. It's like, dude, I just don't trust these officials, bro. Yeah, this shit's getting ridiculous. No, it's fucking bad. The the roughing call bad. on Brady was one thing, but then last <laughs> Goddamn night, goddamn, Chris Jones has the ball in his hands. Yeah, and he falls on him. It's yeah. like, dude, but he puts his goddamn. It's so dumb. It's so dumb. No, they got to change the rules, and then they got to make the fit. Like, there's another, I hate an eligible man downfield on the yeah. screens. It's like, dude, you could call that on every screen. Yeah, but if the ball is thrown behind the yeah, line it's of not scrimmage, supposed to, but, but I they see don't it called all the time. Do that. Yeah, they don't know the rules. There's been an officiating problem for a long-ass time. And the, there's been such a problem with officiating for a long time, and now people are starting to wake up to it. Now people are starting to understand. It's... It's yeah. fucking, it's frustrating. So it may be worse than ever, but it's like, I, I, it's in every game. It's like, but it's like all these people out here talk all this shit, but it's like, until you get fucked by it, then you'll understand. Right. We were the first, we got fucked by oh, it. Yeah. People want to say that, Oh, they, they gave it, gave you the super bowl and blah, blah, blah. It's like, suck my fucking whole dick, dude. Nobody made the Vikings line up with 12 men in the huddle. Nobody made Brett Favre throw across his goddamn body to Tracy Porter, okay? If they don't have 12 men in the huddle, they kick a field goal for the win. Talk about the referees. Did they go drag a guy off the sideline and throw him in the huddle? Okay. What did you say? What's your first one? Um, I'm going to Sunday night. I'm going to take the Cowboys plus five. I was looking at this one as well, and I think I want to do the same, but it worries me because the Eagles are good. Oh, the divisional matchup. It's like they yeah. know each other five points. And the Cowboys' defense is so good. Yeah. Cooper Rush really isn't making any mistakes. I'm on it. Um, I'm on it. They're running the ball with Pollard. 
and Zeke at times, but Pollard breaks them. Yeah, He's put, got the put speed. Zeke, put Zeke on the fucking put, – put him up on the shelf. Zeke's there is just like for show. But, yeah, I think this game's going to be close. It's a defensive matchup. Yeah. All right, I'm taking that one. I'm taking the Rams minus 10.5. Baker um, may be done for the year. We've already seen the P.J. Walker experiment. The Panthers are probably going to fucking go into just sell everybody mode. People are inquiring about uh, Christian McCaffrey. They're trying to get DJ Moore. Nobody wants to be there in Carolina. The Rams are off to a fucking really suspect start sitting at two and three after winning the Super Bowl. I don't think the Rams are great. I think this is the perfect opportunity, though, for the Rams to try to get back to 500. Yeah. So at home. 305 kickoff. Give me the Rams minus 10 and a half. This was actually my second pick as well. Um, yeah, like you said, uh, Baker's out. P.J. Walker's in. I mean, like you said, I mean, nobody wants to be there. I think there's a good spot for the Rams to, to bounce back. They're playing pretty bad. So, yeah, give me the Rams minus 10 and a half. Okay. I am also going to take the Buffalo Bills minus two and a half on the road in Kansas City. Revenge game. Revenge game. Yeah, I already got my lock left. Okay. Um, but what did y'all think about um, the Giants and the um, uh, <laughs> the Ravens? That one too. I love the Giants. I'm just a little bit worried about that one. When I is Leonard Williams going to come back for them? I don't know. Not soon enough. Because if it were for this game, that'd be definitely that'd be interesting. Because with him and Caleb on Thibodeau, mm-hmm. you think that'd give him a little bit better chance at containing. Kayvon. He's playing really Kayvon good. Kayvon Thibodeau. You, you're mixing him with Caleb on Chase on. Yeah. Wait, who plays for no. Um <laughs> I just think with both of them, they they have a much better chance to contain on Lamar Jackson. But I don't know, for some reason, I feel like I'm seeing the future a little bit. I just feel like Lamar is going to have a game. And that yeah, the Giants I, don't have yeah. the, the offense to keep up. Like, you know what I mean? Yeah. yeah um, and that's why I'm on the Ravens minus five. That was my third pick. Oh, you are on the Ravens? Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. The, I love the Giants, dude. I know. And Anytime Saquon's, I see him getting points, I'm like, Ugh. they're doing that wildcat with Saquon. Yeah, especially yeah. five. They're doing that. I liked. I've been talking about the Giants' defense for a while. I like the Giants' defense. Yeah, and they have no weapons at wide receiver, but Daniel Jones makes shit happen, dude. Yeah, I like Daniel Jones. I do too. Yeah, his ability to scramble and he will fucking hang in the pocket, take a hit. Like yeah, he's he'll go win you football games. All right. That's another guy. Situation matters. Because they're like, oh, he's on the hot seat. He might be out after yeah. this year. If he wants to come on down to the fucking south, dude, I'll take <laughs> yeah. Daniel Jones. I like Daniel Jones a lot. Um, Did y'all see Odell uh, went and saw, visited the Giants? Yeah, he's going to visit everybody. He's yeah. on a fucking college recruiting tour. I don't give two shits. Go, just make up your mind. Like, let's get on with it. Um, they said he's going to visit New Orleans. He's going to visit Tampa. He'll go to Tampa. He'll go with Tom Brady. Just go. Yeah. Just yeah. go. Julio's banged up. They're going to fucking pitch the fuck out of Odell. Just go. I'm tired. I don't fucking. He's going dancing fucking like a goddamn fucking showgirl hanging out with everybody on the sidelines. Just are you playing or not? I fucking hate. I know he's going to go to Tampa. That's what aggravates me. I know he's <laughs> going to go to Tampa. Everybody goes to Tampa and goes to run fucking suck Tom Brady's dick. So. And he needs it sucked because he ain't getting sucked by his fucking wife. His f- soon-to-be formal wife. Tom Brady sold his fucking soul for nothing other than seven Super Bowls. But this year, <laughs> he 
He could have he could have rode off into the sunset. They'd have got divorced regardless. They don't fucking like each other. You don't get divorced over coming back to play one goddamn year of football. You just get mad. You don't get divorced. She doesn't fucking like him, and I don't blame him. He's weird. Let's yeah. call a spade a spade. He's weird. He tongue kissed his kid. Yeah, he's weird as fuck. <laughs> all right, I got my lock. You yeah, got, that's what I got. All right, that's all we got left. All right. The most important bet of the week for the NFL. And I'm on a three-game winning streak. So I'm leading it off. Monday night, the Broncos fucking suck. I'm taking the Chargers minus five. The Broncos suck. Russell Wilson sucks. I don't know how many times I got to say it. Chargers minus five in a get-right spot. Even though they may have won last week. I don't know. Don't care. The Broncos suck. They did win. They should have lost, but they won. Yeah. Give me the Chargers. No, the Chargers are really good. They're a legitimate Super Bowl contender in my No, in I know. I wouldn't expect them to be at 3-2, and two, though, getting yeah. blown out by Jacksonville. So. Yeah, that was a surprise, but at, at what point to win last week, that that was tough. No, the Browns are good. Yeah. A lot of people think, like, the Browns don't suck at all. Their defense is fucking really good, and they're sitting at 2-3, and three, nearly 3-2, three and two, like, just kind of coasting until Deshaun Watson comes back. Yeah. It's like, what are they going to be when Deshaun Watson right. comes back? If they are above 500 when Deshaun Watson comes back, it's like, that's how fucking good the team yeah, is. Yeah, and the, the, the division is, um, I don't think anyone's really in control over there. Browns, Steelers. Um, Bengals. Bengals, yeah. No, nobody's in um, control. Who's the fourth team? Ravens? Yeah. Yes. Also not really yeah. in control. So, yeah, it's up for grabs. And, I mean, when he comes back, they, oh, he just happened to fall to where he comes back against his old team. Um, yeah, I don't know. That's going to be interesting. But, yeah, give me the Chargers at home. Fuck the Broncos. Goddamn Russell Wilson, my fantasy quarterback. I mean, sure, I'm sitting at 5-0 and in both leagues. I understand. But it's like I could be still 5-0, and but with a lot more points scored. If Russell Wilson <laughs> wasn't sucking so bad, I don't get the credit I deserve in Madden, and I don't get the credit I deserve in fantasy. It's lonely sitting up at the top. Me and Zach were tied for first place. Now we're no longer tied. I mean, what can you do? You draft Saquon Barkley at the end of the second round. What do you expect? I said while we were there, I said Saquon's going to make or break my fantasy season. And what is he doing? He's making it. Look like he broke his fucking collarbone in London. Uh, yeah. Nowhere to be seen, and then all of a sudden he's running a goddamn. Yeah, I was like, he's back. He's running a crossing route, running down the sideline. <laughs> oh man, uh, but yeah, no, I mean, I can't be stopped in fantasy. Both leagues, five and zero. Yeah, ten opportunities to lose a fantasy game this year, I haven't lost one. You think you're going to go undefeated? No, but I could. But I also had the best team last year. wasn't even close. Had the best team by far, and was an idiot and traded away Debo Samuel. Still had the best team. And then COVID hit. There's no COVID this year. So I'm back yeah, to get what's mine. Yeah, that's a good thing. I'm back to get what's mine. So you and him and Joseph. Don't count me out. Bottom of the barrel. Don't count me out. Not I'm counting. I'm the best worst team. I'm not counting you out, but y'all are bottom of the barrel. I'm the best worst team. It's a bad look. He's always down there until <laughs> fucking somehow squeaks in like once every four years. But y'all are always, not y'all, but currently y'all are bottom of the barrel. I'm the best worst team. That's fine. I'm the best, best team. Well, 
I have half my team out. I have the best team. (laughs) (laughs) I have the best team without a quarterback. That shows how good my fucking team is. If I had, if Russell Wilson was doing what people like kind of thought he could, I thought he would with Denver. Yeah, no, he's in my other league. I still, I still think it's one of those, like they have so many weapons. Javante Williams being out sucks because that's dump off shit, like easy points for him potentially. But I still feel like they have so many weapons. Cortland Sutton's putting up numbers. Mm-hmm. Paired him with Cortland Sutton. I'm out of here. I think I just, they use him right. Get him outside the pocket. Yeah, I know. Stop trying to make him be something that he's not. Yeah, he's like trying to sit in the pocket all day. It's like, bro. Yeah. No. Okay. Um, You gave yours. I gave mine. Justin, what is your lock of the week? Wait, I didn't give my lock. You did not? No. <laughs> Go ahead. Oh, it's the Bills. The oh. Bills minus two and a half against the Chiefs. Going on the road in Arrowhead to revenge get revenge. Game. Revenge um, game. Yeah, it's just the, t- the total team. The Bills defense, the pass rush, they built this team to beat the Chiefs. Yes. So I'm going with the Bills minus two and a half. And we are in agreement there like we talked about with the games that me and Nick are in agreement on. More times than not, it's going to hit. You're going to find yourself at the window. Bills, remember what happened. Bad taste in the mouth. They might win this game by double digits. Yeah, I mean, just look at what the um the Raiders were able to do. There's a recipe to beat Patrick Mahomes. And I'm not sure the Raiders are using Adams exactly how they no, should. They just not. send them deep every damn play yeah, they, and hope they get two or three of them. Oh, I was thinking that. Game. I was like, how are you not able to dial up some intermediate routes and just get him the football? I mean, he had three receptions for like 100 22 yards and two touchdowns, but it's oh, like, I know. Dude, he should be getting 10 receptions. Trust me, I know. Eight. I, I came from the rafters and fucking upset Joseph. Oh, yeah, I did, that. I did that to um Zach in our other league because I had Adams and Carr starting, so I got oh, I quadruple did too. fucking oh, I did bonus. Too. Fucking, uh, look, I text, like a slot machine I text Joseph because Joseph's such a fucking woe is me <laughs> when it comes to fantasy. My luck, my luck. I texted him. I said, let's see. As soon as it started with the first deep ball, mm-hmm. I said, I said, with I put the I emoji. I said, what a start for me in the Dynasty League. Still 0% chance I win. I had to lose eventually. Congrats. Reverse jinx the fuck out of him. And then he goes, can't help Wallers out first play. I said, okay, well, I even I said, even if he played, though, may not matter. Because um, before that, I sent the crying laughing faces when he gets the last... Uh, because I'm telling Lindsay, I was like, we need 17 to score a touchdown. Uh-huh. And they run the ball with Jacobs for like 40 yards down the sideline. Yeah. And she's like, oh, yeah. I'm like, no, not yet. I said, <laughs> we need him to throw it. And, and preferably to 17. And then the ball's in the air on the last touchdown before he catches it. She's like, there you go. And like walks out of the room. I was like, oh, fuck. I was like, okay, good. I sent Joseph. I was like, well, sucks to suck. Um, But yeah, from the rafters came in. I can't be beaten. Can't yeah, I be also beaten. had Carlson, though. Who fucking put on a kicking performance yeah. like no other? He hasn't missed in like nearly forty kicks. Yeah, two fifty yarders. Yeah, no, he's he hasn't missed in like forty fucking kicks. So you're on the Bills. I'm also on the Bills. It's your lock of the week, um, Justin. What is your lock of the week? Do I get the music? <laughs> Typically, we don't redo the music, but I will. Go ahead. Uh, I'm taking that trash bag son of a bitch at the Commanders. I'm taking Carson Wentz plus one. He's not losing five in a row. I think commanders are going to really get going here. I mean, they're not going to lose the fucking Bears. It's Thursday night. How do you feel about that? Good. 
<laughs> you sound like the referee when uh dude i was dying <laughs> big cat is so fucking good with uh with how like just the shit he comes up with the referee whenever <laughs> the referee got on the mic and you could tell he, he needed to clear his throat he's like oh, the, blah, 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 blah. it's i can't remember what the call was but then big cat put the caption he was like the the uh, the Chiefs fans are so ruthless. They have the referee about to cry. And when you listen to it from that perspective, it sounds <laughs> like he's getting choked up, like his feelings are hurt. Uh, Dude, I was dying. I, me and Lindsay were cracking up watching that shit like on repeat. It's just the shit they come up with so quick because I saw it and didn't think anything of it. And they just, their brain tells them like, oh, take that fucking tweet it yeah. out. Like the content. I was dying laughing because it sounded like he was like, uh, a uh, personal foul. Like he was about to come fucking break down in tears. Um, all right. I don't get how you make that your lock. If I'm being honest, I'm on the game and I agree, but a lock on the road. That's ballsy. I hope you're right though. Me too. Yeah, I do as well. <laughs> you were the NFL guy last year. Nothing? No, I don't want to talk about this. I'm the NFL guy now. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I mean, you you had an all-time uh an all-time display. Yeah, I last mean, year. I'll still come back. I'm I'm still going to finish above 500. Do you think? Yeah. I got some work to do, but Where are you at now? 813 and 1. Coming yeah. off of his worst week probably in a year and a half. Yeah, you got some work to do, kid. <laughs> um, I wonder how much Robinson's gonna play. A lot. I you think? You. Yeah, he's rushing for two hundred yards. I told you. Um, all right. Recap our NFL picks, and then we'll do our top three Madden covers. Uh, Thursday night Commanders plus one, Rams minus ten and a half, Cowboys plus five, Bills minus two and a half, and Chargers minus five. So we have three picks the same. Um. Yes. Yeah. My lock. Wow. Of, my lock of the week is Chargers minus five. Um. I'm on Washington plus one. I'm on the Bills minus two and a half is my lock of the week, and then I'm on the Cowboys plus five. All right, Justin. Uh, I'm on the Ravens minus five against the Giants. Rams minus ten and a half against the Panthers, and my lock of the week is the Commanders plus one against the Bears on Thursday night. All righty, there you go. That is our NFL picks. Nick is. Uh, cashing in at an all-time clip currently. Um, and like I said, we're fighting, just keeping our head above water. And we are uh, nearly there. I'm just realizing I'm pretty much maxed out on my credit this week. So um, it's going to be a critical, critical week for me. So wish me luck, if anybody. All right, top three Madden covers of all time. I'll let you go first, starting three to one. Oh, all right. Well, this one was like... Madden 2004, Michael Vick. If Michael Vick wasn't in the Falcons uniform, then I'd put him number one. My dad would kill me if I put Mike Vick in the Falcons <laughs> uniform number one. My mom got me a Mike Vick jersey once when I was a kid. My dad threatened to burn it burn it if I ever wore it to But it was house. an Eagles jersey, right? No, the first one I had was uh, a was a um Falcons jersey. <laughs> I wore it over. He said if I wear it back, I'm gonna he's gonna burn it. Really? Yeah. Okay. Number two, my, my probably my favorite player of all time, Madden 09, the 20th anniversary, Brett Favre. 
Oh, man. <laughs> he stole from the poor. That was an accident. It's a misunderstanding. <laughs> he stole from it's the It's a big poor. misunderstanding. Trust me. Um, and then number one, I just think it's the coolest one, Madden 10, the dual players with Troy Polamalu and Larry Fitzgerald. Really? I hated that one. I don't know why. I guess maybe because it was the first dual player. Um, that was the year um, the Saints won a Super Bowl. It was. Yeah, I don't know. That one never did it for me. Uh, maybe just like that Madden game itself just wasn't that great and it just put a bad taste in my mouth. But, all right, three to one. I'm in agreement with you on number three. Oh, four, Michael Vick. Michael Vick was so fucking good in Madden. Oh, yeah. He was unstoppable. Unstoppable. Yeah, I, there was this one play. It might have been in a later Madden, but before he got kicked out. I think um, it was him and work done. You could just roll out Michael Vick to the right. Yeah. And if the defense came up to tackle Michael Vick, then you threw it to work done <laughs> and it was a touchdown. If they followed um, work done, then it was a touchdown for Mike Vick with the scramble. Yep. So cheat code. I, my number two. So I'm not, I could put Drew Brees up there. I'm not going to do it. Yeah. It's, I actually have that game too. I think it's at my dad's. That's one to keep. Like, just like as a memento. Oh yeah. Um, number two for me is 2005. Ray Lewis on the cover. It was an all-time game, but obviously Ray Lewis is one of my favorite players of all time. Ray Lewis murdered people on the field and off. Um, but that was like you could create a fan. I remember that was the first like yeah. they, were, they were trying to step out and like get crazy with your uh, customization. But that Madden was probably really like. I played all the other ones, but 05 was when I was old enough to really start playing, and I, I just that one always stood out to me. And then number one for me, I'm going to go 2016. I'm going to put Odell on the cover with the catch. Okay. One of the best catches, the best catch of all time. Um, also, just that Madden alone I really liked. Yeah, it was a good year. But that cover's sick. I mean, granted – I put a little bit of an asterisk by it because it's not really his actual catch. Like, that's not the actual, yeah. but... It's a mimic or a reenactment. But he was so damn good. Like, when that one came out, I thought that was I thought that was sick. So, that's my three to one. I have a couple honorable mentions that I'll touch on after Justin, and then I have a couple worst covers of all time, which we could do a top three <laughs> on that. Yeah. But, I mean, it's not... I mean, there's really two big ones. You know? Yeah. Justin, give us your top three. Uh, well, I mean, my number three is y'all's number three, Madden 04, Mike uh-huh. Vick. And then my number two is the Madden 10, uh, like what Nick said. Uh-huh. And then my number one is the Madden 11 with Drew Brees on it. Okay. Um, Are we giving an honorable mention? Yeah, go ahead. Um, I, I think it's the 2021 one. Uh, it could be the 2022, but it's the Lamar Jackson – uh, the MVP edition one where he's in like the black. Yeah, yeah, that's, yeah that's 2021. So with these. That's kind of, they changed it to these new school looking. Yeah, and yeah. it's, yeah. They have like three different versions. Yeah, you know? exactly. I, I Once it hits like 2021 pretty much is when I like kind of cap it just because like after 2020, 2020 should be the cap because yeah. of this new, like they're they're getting into more like, Artwork type of shit, I guess. Um, Do I give my worst one, too? Um, In a second. Let's see. My honorable mention would be... I liked 13. 
with Calvin Johnson on the cover. I really loved Calvin Johnson as a player, but that might be the peak of my Madden performance. Nobody was fucking with me in 2013. Nobody. Um, but then I feel like, I feel like, I love 2003 too, Marshall Falk. That was like the first Madden that I actually like really remember playing. But yeah, I, I would I say. I had that one for, that was the first one that I owned personally for PlayStation 2. But there's two for me worst covers of all time. Yeah. Everybody's number one's got to <laughs> right. the same, right? Yeah. Well, okay, let's say it on the, let's say it, the name of the player. Say it too? Let, uh, yeah, everybody oh, at the same time. Say the name of the player, not the name of the Madden. The name of the player. Okay. Three, two, one. Peyton, Peyton Hillis. Hillis. You didn't say it. Oh, you don't even fucking know. No, I was gonna. I have a different one. <laughs> well, what? It, what was the where you were supposed to say? Yeah, it? that's the three, two, one. Everybody say it. Yeah, it's Peyton Hillis. What is yours? Uh, the Patrick Mahomes and Tom Brady one, where they're kind of just like staring there, looking down at it. Well, that's 2021. Yeah. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. I yeah, I'm not I'm not I cap at twenty twenty. Yeah, that's um, twenty twenty two. That's this year's. Wait. No. This year was John Madden. Oh well yeah, that's okay, it that's was in two thousand twenty one, but it's Madden twenty two. Yeah. Um Yeah, Justin, you just completely I thought I was was I not transparent there? Three, two, one, we all fucking say the name. Uh the other one for me is Vince Young. Yeah. Vince Young, come on. What are we doing? But yeah, that's my top three. Um, yeah, I mean, look, in 2001 and 2002, I played those like you had a, you had to press X for hut, mm-hmm. but then you had to press X again to pass. Yeah. yeah. It wasn't the I press X that. and then it, you had to hit X to like bring up the icons yeah. and shit. Um, Eddie George and Dante Culpepper. Yep. Legends. Randy Moss was nasty. Yeah. Randy Moss on the Vikings. Um, yeah, well, that's my top three. All right, episode one twenty eight. You got anything to say before we go? Good luck, everybody. Justin, yeah, good luck. All right, Spotify, Apple Podcasts. If you're listening, head on over to YouTube. Just type in Big Easy Bets. Go hit subscribe. We'd really appreciate it. The first one hundred subscribers will be entered in to a hundred dollars for a hundred subscriber giveaway. And if I had to guess, it'll probably turn into a $200 for 200 subscribers giveaway. All you got to do is subscribe and you're in. We appreciate it. Everybody who takes the time to listen, we thank you. Um, episode 128 in the books. Y'all have a good one. Who that? The house always wins. Play long enough, you never change the stakes. The house takes you. Unless when that perfect hand comes along, you bet big and then you take the house. Practicing this because a little bit that I rushed. It felt like I rushed. It was good. I liked it.